What's up, guys? It's I, Guys Picks, back again. College football week 13, rivalry weekend, and also Thanksgiving. And I'm joined, and I, you know what? I'm thankful for my friends that I'm joined with today. I'm with Drake, Sky, and Dane. It's week 13, guys. How are we feeling? Sad. It's we're at the end. Another season. Bittersweet. Nah, this is just the, this is just the beginning. This is when the <laughs> season just starts to heat up. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's bittersweet. Like, hey, I love the regular season. College football. I'm just gonna. I don't know if this is a hot take. College football is the best regular season in all the sports. Um, yeah, sure. it's probably not a hot take. Um, but I love the college football regular season and, you know, it's coming to an end, um, and a good way to end it with a rivalry, rivalry weekend, um, a lot of good games this week, um, but yeah, college football playoffs and bowl games are right around the corner, um, and conference championships, um, yeah, so, you know, how, 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 uh, what do you guys think of the season so far? Uh, I, I thought it's it's been a pretty good season. I, I do like the fact that I don't I even though Georgia is the clear number one, it doesn't really feel like they're necessarily just gonna dominate to the end because they have struggled at, at times. And so I think there there is a little bit more parity, especially seeing new teams like TCU, USC, even LSU kind of kind of jumping in there. Uh so I mean overall I thought this the season has has been great and, and we're getting down to the end and you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, a lot of parity. I'd like to add. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just. I was gonna say, as an, I'd like to add to your point about Georgia Drake. Um, do you think, at least in the college football playoff, that there's been? Well, I guess they haven't been the number one team all year. But what I was gonna ask is, has there been a number one team that has struggled as much against teams that they shouldn't have, and still remained undefeated going into week? 13 because i mean they struggled against kent state right missouri kentucky and then they looked awesome against oregon tennessee what about clemson Ooh, so they look good against nah because when no clemson clemson dominated because they're in the acc yeah that's fair i guess not not from an undefeated team i don't think so maybe like uh, a lsu team. 2019 yeah, LSU had a few scares. Um, Texas, did they? Against teams early that they shouldn't have. Was Texas, well, Texas. Texas good, though? Texas was not bad that year. Texas was not good. I think Auburn gave them a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, Auburn it, Auburn was a, like a one-possession game. I want to say it was... I think they had an elite defense that year, though, Auburn. Led by Derek Brown, I want to say, at the tackle. So they weren't bad. Yeah, but yeah, I think that was a good. Ball. Yeah, uh, not against teams that were supposed to be um, like blowouts. Like especially, I mean, that's Kent. been their toughest games this year, right? Kent State. Yeah. It, I, I don't Kentucky. know. Well, not easiest games. It yeah, they, they killed Dandy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if um, you know. I, I think that Georgia's not a team to. 
uh well they did it to oregon but georgia's not a georgia's not built to blow teams out and their offense is their weak point i don't i mean they're still number one in scoring defense so they're pretty much just like hey offense just get me like 14 points and then that's it we're cool we're chilling like i i think that you know the way that georgia's built is is kind of you, you might get close games but okay for example like the, the kentucky game it was close right i mean the score was close but it wasn't as close you, as the score said though, you right? never yeah you never had the feeling of like oh shit like kentucky could pull this off it's always like see, uh, it's kind of close doesn't that kind of worry you though in the sense that even though they were in control the whole game they only won by 10 like to play devil's advocate of like yeah. yes dominated but like kentucky is two why, why do you only win by 10 right yeah exactly yeah. that's kind of my point like, if you're gonna dominate 10 points isn't really dominating you know what i mean so it's like that to me that gives me a little bit of concern well i think we talked about this after the tennessee game with georgia mm-hmm. and i think we disagreed a little bit where you know uh, Georgia only won 27-13 and Georgia only scored what once in the second half <clears throat> I mean okay so they scored three points in the second half but I I was I made the argument that like they just let up and they could have scored like 40 that game in my opinion the way that they're moving the ball in the first half but they kind of just ran clock um their first drive out, out of halftime was nine minutes long and they, they just ended it with a field goal it was like okay yeah we'll just run clock I think the weather defense play into that as well yeah, yeah. but um but you know as far as like i think style of play and of course weather probably did play a little bit of a factor but um you know you're you're up comfortably 24 yeah why give tennessee the half. ball back right tennessee's yeah. offense can't score if they're not on the field so. right so you know well they did they did dominate that game but tennessee is still one to two plays away from making it way more interesting than it was so at the end of the day i mean that's just kind of where i'm at with georgia it's like they do dominate teams but the fact yeah. that if you're not blowing them out you're not putting you're not necessarily putting teams away and i do think that come playoff time if they do play like in ohio state um maybe michigan that could come back to bite them will it i don't know but that does give me a little bit of pause with georgia drake i will say too like not just two plays away i mean two hand and hooker like throws that he normally made away yeah it it, it was close it was very close it was yeah i mean throws that he normally makes he, he missed and i mean those two plays right there make the game a lot more interesting exactly yeah so speaking of ohio state and michigan Last week, we're talking about a little, a little bit of a scare. We're talking about scares from top teams. Um, you know, let's start with Ohio State. Um, Ohio State forty-three, Maryland thirty, but it was really thirty. Way closer than the score says. Yeah, no, it was the the, the Just last like the second. Just like the Penn State game, right? Right. Yeah. It, it, it was a last second. Was it a fumble or a pick? Whatever. It was a defensive touchdown at the end. Um, for Ohio State that boosted by so it was what 34 30 with 30 a good amount of a little 30 right 
Oh, it's 3630. 36.30, I think, with like two minutes left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, 36. So it was a one possession game. I don't remember, but it was. Um, I mean, Maryland had a chance to go down and win the game. Um, I don't know how how we, how you think we're just looking ahead as Ohio State. You think you know they're just. I think Maryland is not that bad. They just every game yeah. this year, not every game, but most of the games they've lost, they've fallen apart in the second half. Michigan, Purdue, Ohio State. I think they got kind of blown out by Wisconsin and Penn State, but those other three losses, I mean, they're they were right there. Well, to to go back to how we were just talking about Georgia, I feel like Ohio State is the opposite. Where all season, you know, they play somewhat close and then they pull away at the end. Where yeah. the opposite is true with Georgia, we just talked about mm-hmm. where they dominate the whole game, but like the score is a little closer than you would think. So it's like I don't know how to evaluate both those teams because they're winning uh-huh. by similar margins, but Georgia does look better doing it does that kind of make sense yeah it's more of a dominant kind of like it they they pretty much like suffocate i don't know if suffocate is the right word but like impose their will on the other team and then they the other team just looks bad like the other team like doesn't look good you know but it's like how the team is built right because i'd say ohio state is built around their offense so they're always gonna have to try to kind of they'll play in games that feel closer but are not whereas Georgia's built around their defense so the game feels like they're dominating the entire time but then yeah. when you look at the score you're like oh wait it's you know it's still pretty tight yeah yeah they'll 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 run they'll run run uh get a first down and then run 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 uh and then oh third and four and then they'll like pass and then incomplete and then punt but that drained like four minutes of the clock yep and then and then now the other team gets the ball three and out and then georgia gets the ball back and then same thing run 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 oh first down first down oh punt and it's like okay wouldn't you think it would be the opposite with like ohio state has such a high octane offense don't you think that they should be looking more dominant instead of having to wait to the end of the game to pull away whereas the style of play that georgia has wouldn't it seem like it's a little closer earlier in the game. I'm just I'm just trying to wrap my head around because like I think these two teams are built like opposite, like we just said. But what they've shown on the field, it is it, just it's hard for me to distinguish. You, do you guys kind of see where I'm where I'm going with that? Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. I don't know though. I, I still think though that the point still applies because I mean you look at Georgia. And usually they're keeping they're it, it's 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 because they're not scoring a lot, right? Whereas Ohio State, the other team is scoring a lot, and they have to you know kind of keep pace by scoring more. It's like scoring more versus you know holding your opponent, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot will be revealed on Saturday. So. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean. I, in, in my opinion, uh, you know, the top three teams, I mean, the top four teams, actually, um, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, it was just, no matter how you do it, just go in and win, just go in and play, no matter 
how bad it looks just go in win the game and then just move on to the next week like doesn't you don't need to impress anyone with your you know you're already at the top just go in and win then you come to tennessee tennessee number five tennessee 38 south carolina unranked south carolina 63 Spencer Rattler led South Carolina. Yeah. Um, Spencer Rattler, uh, some I don't know where I heard this. I don't even know if it's true. I didn't fact check it, but he doubled his touchdowns on the season. <laughs> it doesn't sound too far from the, the truth. <laughs> like against SEC opponents, he doubled his his touchdowns yeah, <laughs> against that, Tennessee. That right. Yeah. Something like that. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you guys think happened here? Yeah, well, I was gonna ask you guys that because I I did I didn't have a chance to watch this game because it was going on at the same time as USC. Yeah, like I had both of them. What happened? Did literally Tennessee couldn't stop a nosebleed. Yeah, Yeah. could not stop. And honestly, like Tennessee couldn't really get much going on offense. I mean, I know that they scored 38, but it didn't look like a F, in it's early on it looked like okay, it looked like they're going to this score is going to be 100 to 100. Like mm-hmm. there's yeah. going to be 200 points scored in this game. But then once Tennessee like punted once it's like, "Oh, okay, it's over." <laughs> like I think it was in the first quarter, like late in the first, they fell behind by 7. And then, and then it turned just... into 28, like, very quickly, or 21, yeah. whatever it was, right? Right, yeah. Hmm. Uh, um, so, I want to talk about Tennessee a little bit, because Tennessee's been a hot topic, uh, especially for us. I don't know, we haven't really discussed Tennessee um, on the pod, but we've discussed Tennessee off the pod. Um, so, this week, I did a little bit of digging and you know i i I had this thought before that tennessee i might have mentioned this actually that tennessee's offense is really based on um the effectiveness of their run game versus their pass which is weird because you you think about tennessee and it's hendon hooker led with jalen hyatt um you know making big plays um but it's it's very very dependent on their run game and uh and they're not really built to come from behind um tennessee has so here's a weird stat that uh tennessee when trailing at half or the both games that they lost they they've trailed at half and the only times um that they needed that they've been down for more than one possession was in the first quarter against Pitt and they went to overtime and that was in the opener too right that was, that was in the opener the uh it was it was hmm. sometime in September yeah 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 it was early um it might have been the second week because I think they played they Tennessee probably played like a cupcake I think Ball State Ball State Ball State one. yeah all right so all these stats that I have um are from power five opponents not named missouri um so it's pitt florida lsu alabama kentucky georgia and south carolina 
all right um so the this is the wildest stat oh wait well first off um like i said it runs through their run game How, do, do you know what the amount of run versus pass plays a run versus pass yeah pass plays pass attempts um do you know what it is uh do you guys have any guess i know that they you know they're leading for most of the game so they're probably running more but like it's like kind of a big difference they have almost wow. 100 more runs r running rushing attempts it's about 80 it's about 70 no 70 30 split what no 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 <laughs> it's total oh it's uh wes i might also add this doesn't include yeah. and then hooker scrambles yes well see so i'm looking at um pass attempts and just run yeah uh sure hendon hooker scrambles but hendon hooker scrambles are actually a huge huge part of of the offense as well but i would include that in the run game because they do run kind of an rpo and most of his i want to say majority of his bigger runs are like him i think they're designed the huh? you think they're designed yeah well yeah, or, so... or or rpos it wasn't scrambles. yeah 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 right 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 not not drop back and run yeah. right um but their 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 offense is relatively balanced i would say um but more so dependent on the run um it's actually really surprising at, yeah it is um if you look at all these games okay so so pitts pitt florida lsu alabama kentucky georgia and south carolina they have more run more runs than passes in all of these games except for south carolina hmm. oh even against georgia even against georgia they have 42 run rushing attempts and only 33 passing attempts against georgia which is wild it's like <clears throat> Oh, and except for Pitt, 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 they they had more passing versus I, Pitt was a weird one because I I don't think they had their true identity of their offense yet because it was so early in the season, like they, I mean the run game maybe they just couldn't get anything going because their yards per rush was two point six, which is very similar to Georgia, the when they played Georgia, which is two point two yards per rush. Everything else is at least four or five um, in, in rushing attempts or yards per attempt. But big plays, big plays is where is where Tennessee's uh, offense is made. This is the this is the wildest stat to me. Let me find the let me find my uh, stuff. Okay, so twenty four big plays. So what down do you think? What down do you think is the most important for uh, Tennessee? second down yeah i was gonna say second down no it's wild it's actually first, first down. down it's actually first down and where they have the biggest I, plays biggest plays oh um, I'm, you know I'm what? Call, that does make sense uh yeah so I, I i'm thinking i'm like how does this make sense i'm thinking so they run a high tempo offense right mm. so they yep run 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 oh quick pass quick pass okay first down move the chains when everyone's moving they catch the defense off guard Yep. Four, so I went through every single play, every single drive, Tennessee. So 
Tennessee had this year. Only only against par five or only against these opponents. I didn't count like fucking uh ball state. Akron. Um, Akron. Um so twenty-four plays for over twenty-five yards. Fourteen of them were on first down. Nine of them were on second down. Zero on third down. Zero on third down. No big plays on third down and no big one big play on fourth down. And that was against Georgia because they were and that was late in the fourth quarter. I wonder if that has to do with uh, with subbing, given their pace of play. Yeah, maybe. I I imagine because they 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 don't sub. Yeah, they they wouldn't sub on first first down or second down. But then third down, they probably they were stuffed twice or stopped twice, which means they're probably rolling in new guys, which allows the defense to roll in new guys, right? Yeah, Yeah. like I mean, similar to what Wes said though was, I mean, you know, they as soon as they get a first down, say like. Right, it's first down, whatever, second down, next play to get a first down. They're, I mean, they're on the ball, like, instantly. Right, mm-hmm. right. Which prevents the defense from, from subbing. And actually, when, I mean, when you think about it, it's actually a pretty good strategy because I, I, my guess would be that most teams have their biggest plays on second down. Yeah, second and short, and then you take a Which, shot, like, right? Which, like, that's, pretty, that's yeah. pretty ballsy to take shots on first down because if you don't yeah. get anything, you're second and ten, right? Yeah. So here's here's the other stat that I have. So I looked at that and I was like, hmm, so biggest plays on first down. What happens if they don't? So what happens if they don't have a positive or anything? What if what happens if they pass on, on first down or run for zero yards or incomplete pass or run for zero yards? Um, let's see. Uh, one. So they punted. Tennessee's punted six, eight, uh, eleven, fifteen, fifteen times against these 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 however many teams, um, that I'm doing, or that I'm counting. Thirteen times. Fifteen. Fifteen. So yep. So one, three, four. More than half of those, so seven of those of those drives were were first down incompletions or zero yards. And I didn't count. I didn't add in. T- uh, I didn't count like other punts that were like okay penalized behind the sticks, um, like first down. But their most penalized down is first down. You it's know a, what? The, it's you know what the penalty is. Was, I think a uh, lot of his snap infractions are false starts. Yeah, I, that's what I, I was watched guess, it against yeah. Missouri. Was yeah. that when they move that quickly? Sometimes their own guys aren't ready. Yep. Or their own guys are moving. They're not set prior to the snap. Yeah. So I, Tennessee's first down is like that's literally like their offense. Like they have to get something going. Um, on first i mean that's easy to say you know for most teams that's probably like a good like metric to go it's like oh yeah get some positive yards on first down but like for tennessee this is like this is like why their offense runs so well in my opinion um and the only thing that i have on their defense is turnovers so they forced a turnover in every single one of these games except for south carolina zero turnovers against south carolina every other 
every other game at least one turnover by the defense or from the defense um and they also did get a, a lot of help uh in a couple of these games um tennis or pit two missed field goals florida two missed field goals uh alabama one missed field goal um but yeah i mean i don't know i i don't know how to these are just kind of the conclusions that i drew from tennessee's from tennessee stats which i don't know i thought was kind of interesting to kind of break it down a little bit you know yeah that is interesting i was gonna add to the whole turnover thing just yeah. just based on how they operate on offense right move quickly yeah. on first first down as soon as you get first down there on the ball yeah what I, I obviously i didn't look into this but what i think probably happens a lot too is that they get a turnover and they start taking shots Mm, yeah, which is huge in momentum, right? Like you can't deny that momentum is a thing. Yeah. Sudden change, you take a shot. Like that's, I mean, that's that's what you should do as an offensive coordinator. Um, and so I think, like, just given that they do, t- I mean, like that's almost like a sudden change scenario, right? I mean, you got the ball moving, like defense is getting up slow. You you get on the ball and you snap it. Um, so just just based on how they they run their their offense, I would imagine that I mean they do the same thing when they get a turnover. Which probably makes games get to, you know get out of hand relatively quickly. So like even Missouri have, was a little interesting. Yeah. So I should have took this stat down, but I I should have uh, looked at points off turnovers. But from what I, I bet it's huge. From it it no it it definitely is. But from what I um kind of like saw, you're kind of right, Dane. Um, from what I like remember from looking at everything, um, they had a lot of like short fields. Um, let's just say they're on. They start the drive on the opponent's like forty. They score in three plays, like a lot. Yeah, and it takes like a minute. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm sure they have a lot of those. Yeah. Um, I off the top of my head, I can think of three right now. Um, that in, in these game in in. Even against Third. Georgia, though, right? The first turn- turnover. I mean, like five plays. Yeah. Field goal, field something goal. like that. Six plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, I'd, I'd like to take these stats and then take a little more time and look at someone like Ohio State um, and see how, you know, their offenses are different, but both very high powered. You know what I mean, and I'd also like I want to look at um I want to take a look at uh, LSU 2019 LSU because that's the comparison that everyone's making, mm-hmm. but I don't that everyone was making, but I didn't I didn't see it the same way though. It's similar but very not the same. You know what I mean? I don't know. Same that's all I have. I think LSU 2019 had more studs on defense too yeah. right i mean patrick queen was on the team right yeah Derek stingley Grant that was actually Delpit. Derek stingley's best year yeah grand delpit freshman year yep Braden yeah. <laughs> Braden Braden yeah well that's all i have on tennessee um i don't know unfortunately they lost their best player um it would have been cool you know it, it, especially Hopefully they make a new year six there though 
Yeah, but I, I think it's tough for them now, right? Yeah, a lot, a lot depends on this weekend. Yeah, if, if Georgia wins the SEC, there's an opening for the Sugar Bowl, and it doesn't which would go to Ellis. I would think no, it'd no, go no. To LSU. It, it's it's the highest ranked. But then that would be Bama, if Bama wins this week. I guess yeah. Mm-hmm. But Tennessee beat Bama, so it's like, oh, well, what the fuck? And Tennessee also yeah, beat LSU, and LSU will have three losses. So but, I mean, it's it's not crazy, but yeah, they do. It's gonna. Be I mean, if they're if they're ranked tenth though, like theoretically, right? I mean, they're tenth now. Yeah. Theoretically, they should get in, but. Yeah. Well. Is it? Well. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about the rankings, just just one area of the rankings. Um, five and six of the college football playoff rankings. LSU, five. USC, six. Um, it's the SEC you know, bias. I think uh, SC should be five. Then, SC should be five. I agree. Um, I think they had a higher quality win this week. Um, they should have jumped LSU. They also have one less loss than LSU. Um, and their loss was a lot more acceptable in my eyes. Uh, Way more acceptable. Yep. Our, yeah. our kid, the Utah loss is basically like their Florida State loss. But then they also oh, have... No, but... No. no. But it's, it was... I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a one-point loss to a, you know, top 8, 15, 18 team. Like that's it's comparable, yeah. but then it's the uh, second okay. one where they got their shit. It's, it's, right. it's comparable. It's it's yeah. close. It's a lot closer than. It's a lot closer than Tennessee. it was. I'd say. Yeah. Then yeah. LSU losing at home. Yeah, that's getting blown thing. out yeah. by yeah. Tennessee. So, I don't really agree with this, and this is actually pretty big, because. Like, like people say that rankings don't matter, but it, it absolutely does in this situation because now you're looking at, okay, if you're USC, now you have to do something to jump a spot Super rather cool. than win and maintain your ranking level. You know what I mean? I, I agree to a certain extent, but I think if USC comes out, plays a good game against Notre Dame, and LSU just does whatever against AM, and then they still don't switch, then then I'll agree with you. But okay. I do think that if USC wins this weekend, they will jump LSU. But I think it what it should. does is it sets up the committee to then say the SEC champ is in no matter what. Yeah, right? that's because what then, I was then, then, then there's yeah. no doubts that if uh-huh. if LSU wins out, they are in. And there should be no question about it because they're sitting there at five. Versus if they were six and one out and then USC one out, you can't really make the argument to jump uh, LSU over USC. I mean, you could, but that it's a lot harder to do versus USC jumping LSU as it currently stands. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> there's a, well, there's a lot of man this year would have been the perfect year for a 12 12 team playoff man. oh yeah because because like like five through i mean fucking four i mean even i, I i'm gonna leave out georgia 
but so let's call it and Georgia and Ohio State I think they're Georgia Ohio State Michigan but four through I mean fuck even even 18 UCLA at 18 four through 18 anyone can be anyone four through 18 yeah I agree I agree because you got like Florida State at 16 they're one of the hottest teams in the country right now you got Washington slowly like kind of quietly dominating their you know imagine if they didn't lose to Arizona State exactly Uh, imagine if they didn't they'd be 10 and 1 right now and in line to play for the Pac-12 championship I mean everyone just wrote off Washington earlier in the season um you got Penn State, whose only losses are to the number two and number three teams in the nation. Uh, and then you got, like, yeah, you still got Clemson hanging around. Uh, and then, you know, Notre Dame's looking good. Man, this this year, 12, 12 team playoff would have been sick. But, you know, that's, that's a conversation for. It's college time. football college football man um should we talk we'll, we'll talk about should we talk a little bit about usc ucla i think we should how's the game drake how's being there yeah i mean it, it was it was so much fun uh i've never been to a, a road game like that with that type of atmosphere obviously i went to bed the last year but even though i was rooting for oklahoma state i didn't really care that much but yeah. to be there to be at the Rose Bowl, it was, you know, sold out with yeah. stupid ass tarps at, at the top. <laughs> but the, the atmosphere was electric. I mean, every, you know, a lot of bragging rights. It's for the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was just so much fun. Like it was, I'm sure you guys had a lot of fun watching it on TV. Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah. back and forth game. Uh, and the the pick to end it, I mean, I just, that was, yeah. I was so happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I just... I was jealous of you while I was watching the game on, at home. I'm like, dude, this game is so fun to watch. Uh, I, I I called my dad before the game. I was talking and I didn't call him like to tell him to watch it. But I was on the phone with my dad. And I was like, dad, you got to turn on this game when it comes on because it's going to be a it's going to be a good game. And it's going to I told him it's going to be 45 42 and I don't know who's going to win, but it's going to be 45 42 and and there's gonna be a lot of scoring it's gonna be fun and he texts me after he's like whoa what a game you know yeah but uh usc usc in the driver's seat um i don't know how, how, what do you guys think yeah i mean usc's entire season is still in front of them and so i i know for a fact we're going to be talking about the notre dame game and we can get into that when the time is right but sure I, I think this team is locked in. I think they're they're laser focused. They know what's at stake. And uh, personally, I just don't I don't I don't see them letting down. I think I think they're they see the end of the, of the season. They see the finish line, and they're they are sprinting through it. So I mean, yeah, we'll but, see. The, but but does Lincoln Riley finish? Yes, that's that's literally what he does. He just finds ways to sneak into the playoff and produce Heisman winners. I mean, obviously, last last year was standing, but I mean, he was negotiating with USC for like half the season. <laughs> so, I mean, really outside of last year and then I guess the COVID year, this is what he does. I mean, you forget about him, you forget about their team, and they just back their way into the playoff. And I think, 
I mean, again, not to get too far ahead of myself, but I think that's what we're looking at this season. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, Jake, what was the uh, percentage of USC versus UCLA fans there? I would say maybe 70-30 UCLA. Uh, oh, okay. Because yeah. our I was sitting in the end zone. Uh, yeah. And that whole the whole end zone on our side was USC. And then the USC sideline, I would say, was probably 70-30 USC. But then UCLA sideline was like 95-5 UCLA. And then their student section was a lot bigger than like our student section was. So yeah, I'd say close, close to two thirds, maybe a little more UCLA fans. Cool. Cool. Um, let's see. Any other games that you guys want to talk about? What about, uh, I think we're leaving off a playoff team uh, and you want to talk about winning just barely every single week. But oh my, yeah, my my favorite team to hate against. That was a uh, I don't know I it, it uh, I don't know how they keep doing it. I don't either. I don't that was get the it. Worst play calling. That was terrible clock management. It was the terrible. classic Sonny Dykes fuck up game, and they pulled it off. And okay, they just, pulled it out of their ass. I, I was. T- I was texting you guys after the game. Am, am I wrong to say that if Baylor sub, they win the game? Is it, what yeah. is the rule on sub? Yeah, on I don't know what the is rule is. Sub, you have to hold the ball and you have to wait for the other. The Does it? To sub, right? Yeah. Is there like? Is there like a? I mean, some kind of rule though, like under so many minutes, like. I, I doubt it. I mean? then that, that get then 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 the offense can just like make a massive sub right away and catch the defense off guard. I'm like that's not. It's not really fair. Yeah, see, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, Jake, but the only thing that makes me think that maybe there's some kind of loophole is that why would TCU have run that if that was the case? Yeah. yeah I mean, we used to practice it in college too, you know. I mean, where it's, you got to run the, the unit on. That that would be my only, okay, only but- like... I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah, there is something with certain time, but I know in the USC-UCLA game, UCLA sub late on a field goal, USC ran a guy on late, and then they they threw a flag because we had 12 men, but then they're like, oh, no, 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 we didn't, you know, give them enough time to sub. So, like, I I don't know. I I don't know the rules well enough, but, like, personally, if they sub, I think they win the game. Yeah. um, I don't do... Yeah, so, like, would they... If you have to give the opponent a chance to sub like like it just time just runs out right yeah but like like, does you turn you know when you sub you turn play clock off for or no you don't you don't turn play clock off so yeah yeah. yeah. i've seen guys get delay of games while the ref is holding yeah 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 yeah, yeah, exactly and you're like dude we only have 10 seconds to snap the ball and we want to like like what the fuck they took long to sub yeah yeah yeah, you're right that was like nfl right wasn't there yeah a couple weeks ago where there was one last week that happened yeah they were just like i I don't remember on the sub and i think it was the niners maybe because they they're getting pissed because they wanted to go quickly but they couldn't well, if you want to go quickly, don't sub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, what what if TCU ran, like, five wide 
They got it down to like the one yard line, then did a huge sub and put in their jumbo package. Are you not going to give Baylor that time to sub? I mean, it's the same thing where you're doing a mass substitution, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Again, yeah. I don't know yeah. I, I don't know what the rule is there. But yeah, it's it, like I said, it, the only thing that makes me question whether like there is a rule on that is because like, why would TCU have done that if that's yeah. the case? Because there's no time for like for the ref to stand over the ball there. Right. No, I mean, if that's the case, like you said, the game's over. Yes, yeah, so that was. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah. Um. Man, I I don't. Okay. The thing with TCU that's different than Cincinnati is that they just they just don't have that same. Man, I don't know what it is. It. I, I keep calling it eye test which is what it is but they just don't i don't know what what do you guys are you guys on board with me where it's like yeah i would i I was okay seeing cincinnati in the in the in the playoff last year versus seeing tcu i think it's it's twofold and it's and it's not even and tcu is in a par five and like i guess you know the ac is that's where it's somewhat of a par yeah but it's just like it's just it just blows my mind that like it's kind of weird that I don't want to see them, you know? Yeah, I think I think well one Cincinnati had a two year two year track record. They had to build into the playoffs over two years, and then I think being in a non power five, they had to win convincingly. Oh, you mean Cincinnati, so, right? Yeah, Cincinnati, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To, to get in, and then with TCU, I mean, T- this is I I feel like if TCU was not in a power five they would be nowhere near the playoff at all just given the amount of yeah but there's well their schedule would be different though right yeah you know what i mean like it's kind of a two-edged sword yeah 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 Uh, another thing to note too though you brought up schedule dane you 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 sent us this uh resume comparison right yeah i just thought that was pretty interesting yeah no it, it is interesting that you know TCU has the most ranked wins and then the most uh, opponents above 500. And um, what is a SOS? Strength, strength of schedule. Strength, strength of schedule. schedule. Best strength of schedule. And then uh, the most road wins against teams over you, 500. You know what it is? You know what it is, though? Is because, like you guys said early in the year, the Big 12 is going to be the toughest top to bottom. Yeah. You don't have a, yeah. a Missouri or a. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, right? You don't have Rutgers or Northwestern, yeah. Indiana. I mean, top to yeah. bottom, it's it's pretty well, even. Where, where I kind of stand with that with the Big 12 is like, yes, there's no easy games because like the bottom is so good, but there's also not like a marquee team that's going to give them, you know, a huge push. Like you talked about, yeah, the Big, the Big 10 has a bunch of shitty teams at the bottom, but then your top two teams are both playing for a national championship. So then it's like, I don't well, know. And the how meat I'm... of the Big Ten is good too, right? The middle is, I mean, the middle now is like okay. Illinois and Maryland. Oh, and then you have Penn State right there too. Yeah, Penn yeah. State okay. is Here's the thing. Solid. If you throw, I think this is what it is. If you throw TCU in the Big Ten, they're losing the, they're losing three games at least. It's it's Penn State, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, right? Oh, I think at least three games. No, that's what I'm saying. At least more. I think they like uh, you pencil it in. Yeah, it might be more. You throw TCU in the in the SEC. 
I mean, I don't care what <laughs> side you're on. There's you're losing at least they two on each games. side. Yeah, I mean, fuck. They're probably they might lose to Vanderbilt. Like, yeah, they could. Yeah. Um, I think it's 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 literally just the way that they win, and it's just like, what the hell? But credit to them though. Credit to that dude. If you're yeah. gonna run your run your kicker on, and he's not even gonna you know take his lineup steps and snap the ball and kick it through with zero time on the clock to win win the game then hey all the credit to you man like that was that was one of the wildest like sequences i don't understand why they ran the ball though like the risk versus reward was so so... yeah like what are they doing yeah idiot what if he yeah. what if he took another two seconds to get down like <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah what if you, like, what if you held him up yeah 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 what if they hold seconds. him up and like <laughs> what if they're slow to get off of him yeah yeah, yeah which that's yeah. fine like you can do that you know yeah. what i mean like yeah so it's like you said the margin for error is is so small i want to add one more thing though Wes, about you know the eyeball yeah. test yeah like, initially when you say that like my thought is, oh, I don't know. You know, TCU is is a is a power five team, but yeah. you know what team of the group of five that really passed the eyeball test to me over the last like, I guess since the playoff yeah. started yeah. is UCF. Yeah, dude, UCF yeah. had some dudes. No, come on. What, what, Are you wait, kidding come me? On. Come on, Sky. Seventeen. Oh, 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 oh yeah. you, 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 uh, I thought you said you mean. No, not this over, year. over time. Yeah, okay. no. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Back yeah. talking yeah, like yeah, yeah. 17, 18. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. They, yeah. they passed the eyeball yep. test. They they weren't necessarily as big as yeah. a lot of the power five schools, but they were so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Their yeah. speed was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Led by uh, uh, Kenzie Milton. And and current Buffalo Bill, uh, uh, Gabe Davis. Davis and the Griffin brothers and the Griffin and the brothers. Griffin brothers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, got somebody else too. Wait, was was Gabe Davis on that team? I know he was on UCF, yeah. like some, yeah, he was, he might have been was there he on 20? In, he wasn't there in 17, uh, he there in yeah, because he was, I mean, he would have been there last year or two years ago, two right? years ago, yeah. I think he was there in eight, 18, 18, yeah, yeah, for sure. 18, they had some other good receivers and they had some really, really fast running backs I don't remember Marlon Anderson or something Was yeah his name uh, Otis Anderson that's the one who oh, Otis yeah, Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 they were they were yeah they were good they were almost like a poor man's like you know 08 Florida with like a huge stable of backs that were just like super yeah. fast yeah yeah what one more yeah, I just had uh, to throw that in there about the eyeball test yeah, I know. I was gonna bring them up too. Like, uh, I was gonna say it. That's why I kind of knew where you were going with it. Um, what's up, Sky? Yeah, sorry. One, one more quick note on TCU though before we jump off of them. Sure. The fact that last week was only the second time they didn't cover a spread though, I think is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk it's... about, but but I mean, still, like, right? You're gonna be favored in a bunch of these games and. You can't. I mean, if you're gonna look at just solely against the spread, you can say they're passing every test, which I think to yeah, me is almost equally as impressive. 
I was there, gonna say, there, there's at least one game. I think there's multiple that like they covered totally bullshit. Like the West Virginia game. Yeah. Okay, like, that's that, fair. Yeah. That was like, that was wild, but they still covered. Right? Yeah, they still covered. I mean, though. Yeah, still covered. Like, still I covered. mean, I don't know. Like, so yeah. that game they would have won regardless, though, right? Yeah. 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 So I actually, I actually thought about um like like teams that cover the spread, teams that don't cover the spread, and teams that are like even against the spread, right? Um, based on and this is based on like spreads are based on Vegas projections um, also somewhat on public sentiment but mostly it opens with Vegas projections um, teams that cover so this is my theory or my like uh, not theory but this is my thought uh, on teams that do that do cover the spread that uh, uh, very well is um, they are they perform over expectations they overperform their expectations um or they are underrated in the public's eye so people bet mm. you know people bet against them the line moves um opposite and then they end up covering you know close to their projections so i would say tcu is overperforming um that that's what i'm thinking and you know, there's always a regression to the mean, but we just haven't seen that. Yeah, I agree with that. I, but I do think, to your point on sen- sentiment, uh, yeah. a lot of it is, I, I don't, I think everybody, the public and Vegas, both all don't believe in TCU, right? Yeah. And I yeah. think they have received some favorable lines, which have helped them to cover. But with all that being said, again, to be eight, eight, two, and one against the spread, like mm-hmm. that's that's pretty damn. Oh yeah, you gotta give them credit. Oh, wow, yeah. Skylar giving TCU some love. <laughs> I've, hey, I, we should I play back I, what you I, said. I, oh, you said I played them. three games in November. Right? Credit where credit is due. I did say that. I said they would lose three, three games in November. Yeah. 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 We'll see this. I also, bet their team total uh, wins under. Under six and a half. Under six and a half. Under six and a half. That did not just out of spite. Just out of spite. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, that was a good. That was a solid recap. Um, solid recap of you know last week's games. Uh, It was exciting. Um, I mean there are a couple other upsets too, but we don't really have to go too deep into them. They don't really have any playoff implications or you know anything like that they mostly mess up bets like mine where i bet a long shot on drake may and north carolina to win (laughs) um but that's okay you know you win some you lose some i also locked in uh caleb williams to win the heisman that's looking pretty good right now so you win some you lose some right um, all right, let's whew, let's get into this week's picks then, huh? Huh, boys? Let's do it. How you guys feeling? Feeling all right? Yeah? I, I have yeah. a few picks I love, but overall, don't feel great about the board. Hey, there's, there's some ratty lines this week, man. And I don't know. I do not know about some of these. Um, but I guess I'm starting this week, huh? Yep. Um, all right. All right. All right. With my first pick, 
of the week 13 college football draft i will select sorry drake i'm fading your uh favorite team i'm taking florida state minus nine and a half um i just mentioned it florida state is like the hottest team in the country right now one of the hottest teams in the country um out of nowhere i mean they kind of you know i think they kind of got lost um lost in the public's eye you know they have three losses on the season and like i said last week it was the it was that stretch it was a it's a tough stretch you know wake forest Mm -hmm. nc state clemson but since then they've scored at least over 40 points uh three of their last four and the one that they didn't they scored 38 um and they're holding opponents to under 20 points uh they're outscoring opponents oh let's just quickly add this up in their last four games uh can't do the math i'm not gonna do it um <laughs> but yeah um and florida's kind of down bad right now man i know you know i know this is a spot for them to bounce back you know against a bad loss but i don't see it man florida state looks solid so i'm taking florida state in the minus nine and a half no, this, this is a great pick. Um, like you said, Florida's kind of down bad. Night game at Florida State gives me great yeah. rivalry. And usually this rivalry is pretty consistent where the better team wins. I mean, usually like when, when Florida State was rolling, they would roll Florida. When Florida's rolling, they'd roll Florida State. And so, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong here. Florida State minus nine and a half. Yeah, Actually, you know, you want to know a wild stat that I heard on, um, hmm, where did I hear this? I'd never know where I hear these things. But the last times that Florida has, unranked Florida has played ranked Florida State. I don't know when these happened. Florida's won every, all three of those games. Really? Uh, When unranked Florida plays ranked Florida State, the last three games Florida's won. I just have to throw that out there, but it's not gonna happen this weekend. But I, I, yeah, but like, I know what you're saying that like, usually like it's, it's the better, like it's, it's, it's hardly ever been a good, like, um, uh, like how, you know, we haven't seen a USC UCLA matchup like last week. It's always been one is better than the other. Um, but I can't remember the last time. I can't even remember the last time it's been like Florida State, unranked Florida versus a ranked Florida State. Because I would assume Florida was ranked when Florida State had like their national championship runs and like. No, that so that's what I was thinking of. Cause like when, when they had Jameis at Florida yeah. State, that was when Florida was fucking horrible like when they were like they're like jeff driscoll right oh okay yeah, yeah. Like right after that maybe yeah. maybe i heard that stat wrong maybe it's florida state's one all three of the i didn't that... i didn't look into it i didn't fact check it at all i just heard it well i'm, I'm just trying to think of when florida state would have last been ranked because it's been a while yeah pretty bad but regardless yeah i, do like the book. I yeah me too <laughs> all right who's next dane uh yeah uh, i'm gonna take a play out of skyler's playbook uh give me ucf south florida over 68 
I think UCF could hit the, hit this by themselves against South Florida. <laughs> All right, yeah, South Florida. Uh, did they did they fire their coach? They did. But that yeah, was, they did. Okay, that's really, what really I thought. Did. That was a, that was a few weeks ago now. I think. Oh, um, re- really quick. Did you guys see that? Dion was linked to USF in Colorado. I did. No, yeah. that, that's not no, real. Yeah, that's no, not, no, no, that, no. I was like, dude, what the? Fuck? There's no like, chance. No, no chance. Absolutely no, no chance. Yeah. You guys want to hear how many port points South Florida has given up in the last? Oh, darn. Let's see. I do want to hear it. Yes. <laughs> okay, here. So okay, here. So since their win against Howard. Uh, they gave up 31 to Florida, which was actually a close game. But then they gave up 41 to Louisville, 48 to East Carolina. Oh, this one's interesting. Only 28 to Cincinnati. But since then, since 45 to Tulane, 42 to Houston, 54 to Temple, 41 to SMU, and 48 to Tulsa. Jesus. Yeah, so... Well, the thing is that they, they also score too, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, sixty-eight. I think is is gonna be pretty pretty easy. So I actually had the under written down, but I'm, uh, <laughs> really, I did. I had the under at sixty-eight and a half, huh? but won't 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 be taking it anymore. Yeah, um, let me just uh, correct myself um, on my previous stat. It's definitely wrong. Um, Florida State playing Florida that ranked Florida State uh they've fucking won the ranked team the the higher ranked team has always won in this in this Florida Florida State matchup that that sounds right zero upsets yeah that's just how the rivalry oh yeah yeah do they play every year yep yes yep they do. Same weekend. Yep. Same weekend. And their the last upset was in two thousand four. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That that sounds right. You no no no. You know what the um you know what the stat was that I think Okay, yeah, this doesn't even matter because it's two thousand four. It was I see it now. I see the stat. It's unranked Florida versus a top uh, 15 Florida State. Florida's Florida's upset, but that goes back to uh 1982. <laughs> so wait, wait, in 1972, a, a ranked uh, top 15 ranked Florida State. Yeah, is is three and zero in their last three and zero in the last three dating what? back to 1970, 19. 82 1972 1972 you have all this stuff pulled up yeah i do so what what was they what was florida state in 2013 were they not number one uh florida Florida state State was number two in at the time and they beat florida florida state won but was florida unranked unranked yeah so that's not oh sorry you're right um it was (laughs) It, okay. I don't know what this fucking stat is. A it's okay. It's a good pick. Ranked in, good pick. Yeah. Let's just forget that I said that. All right. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, let's go. Next pick. All right. So I'm going to... I'm going to go Wake Forest Duke over 66. Oh, thank God. Uh, I was thinking about taking USC, but I'll leave that to you, Jerick. Um, no, I think, look, Duke, Duke, they win through running the ball. Um, you know, similar to um, what Weston was saying about Tennessee, their offense is really built around, is built through their run game. Um, but they, their, their defense can't stop the pass. And if Wake Force gets up on them early, uh, Duke's going to be forced to throw the ball. And, you know, Wake, Wake's defense isn't that great either. And so I think um, we'll see a similar game to the uh, Duke-UNC game, uh, which I think was around 70. So I like the over here at 64 or 66, whatever I said. 66. 66. Cool. Well, all right. I mean, it's pretty obvious what I'm be taking. Uh, can go. USC minus five and a half at home versus Notre Dame. Uh, this game, I'm not as worried as I was against UCLA. I know last week I put my nuts on the line. I was like, yeah, we're going to win by 50. But the thing about UCLA is like, I honestly think we matched up worse versus UCLA than we mm-hmm. do against Notre Dame. And everyone is saying the opposite. Everyone's saying, oh, this is going to be such a tough matchup for USC. But what USC does good defensively is one, they force turnovers. Nobody can deny that. But two, they're really good at making teams one-dimensional. And Notre Dame is as one-dimensional offensively as it gets. And if you look at the types of teams that USC has struggled against, particularly against the run, it's against mobile quarterbacks. Yep. Drew Pine is not a mobile quarterback. Like, yes, UCLA ran for 200 yards against us last week, but Zach Charbonnet's stat line was 19 for 95 and zero touchdowns. If you told me that before the game, I would have said we would we would win by like 30. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just not going to cut it. And so I think USC's defense is getting a little disrespected here. You know, obviously it's not great, but I don't think Notre Dame is going to be able to put up the points they need. And this is the type of game where there is a little bit larger margin of error. Whereas in the UCLA game, I mean, you talk about it, we went down 14-0 to start. And it's like, we had to score every drive after that. Whereas like against Notre Dame, you punt the first drive, uh, maybe you you only kick a field goal on the first drive. That's not as detrimental because Notre Dame is not going to be able to just run up and down the field. Uh, this is the best defense we played all year, but I mean, Caleb is absolutely rolling the last five games, either 500 yards or five touchdowns. Uh, you know, no, everyone again says Notre Dame has a great pass D, but outside of two games, really, really just one because that first game against Ohio State, JSN went down early in the game. Had to change up the game plan. They really only played one pretty good quarterback in, or offense in, in Drake May in North Carolina, and so I, I think they're not going to be ready for for our offense. Um, I like us to win here, like thirty four to twenty. I like that. Um, yeah, I love this pick too, uh, and everything that you just said. Like you see, I mean Notre Dame, not Drew Pine, not a mobile quarterback. Um, you see, will force Notre Dame to become one dimensional, um, and the biggest thing to me is you can tell Caleb Williams is just he's in that zone right now of like all right this is my Heisman moment time to shine and I I truly believe he's gonna win the Heisman and he's gonna show up these last you know two games um here and then the Pac-12 championship and yeah I think he's gonna win 
That's actually a great point. Something really quickly that I wanted to bring up is that this is going to be our fourth primetime game. And in the last three, Caleb has balled the fuck out. You're talking about Stanford dominated early. Utah, even though we lost, I think he had 400 yards and five touchdowns. And then last week against UCLA. So when the lights are brightest, uh, you know, he's going to dominate. Yeah. Yeah. Love this. All right. With my wrap... Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Auburn plus twenty-two at Alabama. Uh, I I don't think this Alabama team is as good as they normally are. I mean, that's goes without saying. Uh, twenty-two is just a lot of points for me. Seeing that Cadillac Williams has Auburn playing well. Uh, do I think they're gonna win this game? No, probably not. But I do like them to keep it close enough. With it, I mean, twenty-two. That's over three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so I'm. Uh, yeah, I like, I like Auburn plus twenty-two here. Mm-hmm. I like this too. Um, I was on Lobbrin last week, yep. and they covered comfortably. Yep. Um, and yeah, 22 is so many points, especially for a game like the Iron, uh, the Iron Bowl, and yeah, like. And like, I, I know it's a big rivalry, but I I feel like this game just means so much more to Auburn than it does to Alabama. Cause like Alabama wins, mm-hmm. what they're maybe they have maybe have an outside chance of the playoff. Maybe they go to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Like it's just it I, I it doesn't feel like the stakes are as high as for Alabama, whereas Auburn is like, who knows who maybe Lane Kiffin's are in the next head coach or it could be Cadillac. Yeah. I mean they're playing for their lives. Like I they're they're playing motivated. They hate yeah. Alabama, you know, that's their big brother. So yeah. I like them plus twenty two here. Yep. All right, cool. All right. So going to the American as I usually do. Uh kind of an uglier one, but I really like ECU at Temple over 51. Um, you know, both of these teams, you would think it'd be a low-scoring game, but ECU is terrible against the pass, and Temple has proven that they can score in bunches. And um, I think, yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I think there will be some points scored here. Uh, I like the over at 51. Cool. <clears throat> Daner. Uh I will stay in the American. Nice. I'm gonna take Tulsa Houston over sixty seven. Tulsa Houston. Over sixty seven. Yep, that's what I see that. I think uh, I was debating taking that one next, but I didn't think anybody was gonna stay in the American. Well, that's why I took Dang. it now. Well, I guess I would have had another pick, but that's why I took it. Um I mean Houston gives up a ton of points. Tulsa, Tulsa. I mean, last week, granted, it was against South Florida, but man, they were moving. They've got, they've got some weapons on offense. Uh, what's their running back's name? The, Daenerys Prince. I don't know why he hasn't been getting fed more all year. Um, I think they probably win a few more games if if that's the case. He averages over six yards a carry. Last week, I think he went. Oh, here's his line last week against South Florida. 26 carries, 220 yards, and two touchdowns. Average eight and a half a carry. Um, now, I don't know if he'll replicate that, but you know, Houston does give up a lot of points, give up quite a bit of yards, and um, Tulsa's, I mean, Tulsa gives up a ton of points too. So, yeah, give me the over. I mean, Tulsa gave up 42 to South Florida last week. So, not to hate on the pick, I, I actually was kind of split between the the 
I was split here. Although I, I do tend to lean over and want to take the over. I think Davis Brin, or Brin is hurt. Um, yeah, but did you watch, uh, what's his name? Braxton. Braxton, yeah. But again, that's against a terrible South Florida defense. And Houston's defense actually woke up and came to play last week. Um, they absolutely shut ECU down. And so I don't hate the pick. Just uh, Just some food for thought. I think Braxton, I mean, to me, I think he brings like a different dynamic than than Davis Brin does, though. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, I like, and I talked about him, I think, maybe one or two weeks ago. I like him because he's mobile and he can, and he's fast. He's huge also. He's 6'3", yeah. 225. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, with that being said, again, I, 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 I tend to lean with you on the over. Um but just, just some food for thought. Yeah, Keelan Stokes, I think, is like Tulsa's all time leading receiver yeah, he's now. He's a stud. He's a stud. He's also played like seven years, though. Oh, six years. <laughs> you know, he, he's legitimately yeah. played in six seasons. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> this is, uh, you know, we were just talking about um, uh, uh, transfer portals and, you know, uh, the middle teams or middling teams. Uh, closing the gap on higher, you know, um, higher ranked teams. Um, that's also a thing with, uh, you know, sixth year seniors staying and stuff. You know, we did talk about this before, but um, just sorry, just just to kind of go off a little bit, uh, off the game a little bit, talking about sixth year seniors, sixth year studs, and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Do you guys know that Sam Hartman uh, still has a year of eligibility le- uh, eligibility left? Although I think he's going to declare for the draft, but... I actually just looked that up yesterday because I was trying to remember who the quarterback was that started over him and transferred to Georgia. Yeah. He was like super highly talented. Jamie Newman. His name was ja- Jamie Newman. Yeah. Jamie Newman. He did nothing. And then it was... Yeah. Well, he didn't play that year. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, he quite literally yeah. did nothing. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. I have two picks. <sighs> Am I going to go to the game? Nah, we'll go. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll maybe save that. I, the, this one's. We'll maybe talk about that game later. Um, I'm going to take a UNC minus six and a half at home versus NC State. Um, NC State's dead. Uh, you know, they're, they're fish out of water right now. And, uh, you know, UNC had a, they messed up, you know, some of my bets, uh, last week that I placed, uh, some of my futures, but that's okay. I think they bounced back here against an in-state rival, um, and they cover the six and a half. I like UNC here. Okay. Uh, my next pick. Man, I am not good at... I don't know. Sky, you have the stats. I feel like I'm not good at Big Ten picks. But um, I took Penn State... Uh, no, I did not take Penn State. 
last week. I wanted. Did I take Penn State last week? I. You did not. I think I might have wanted. I had to, Penn State on the bonus. I didn't. You had Penn State. I actually. Yeah, okay, on, on the that's what it was. I played it personally, um, and it won. Uh, so I would like to take Penn State this week. Um, Penn State minus nineteen versus Michigan State. Um, Penn State is the third best team in the Big Ten uh, by a clear margin. Um, it's them only at number three. It's the the way that the Big Ten works. It's Ohio State, Michigan, all the way at the top. And then you have Penn State in the next tier, and then a fat drop-off between uh, the middle of the pack. And then you have freaking like Northwestern and Nebraska at the bottom. Um, and Rutgers and Indiana. Um, but yeah, Penn State minus 19 is my third pick. Dane. All right, my next pick, I'm taking USC Notre Dame over 63. I know Drake just thought he was, it was going to be a 34 to 20 game. But since Notre Dame's loss to uh, Stanford about, what was that, like a month ago? Yep. I think it was 16. Well, yeah. It was a little over, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah six weeks ago, let's say. Uh, they put up 44 points, 41 points, 35 points, 35 points, 44 points. Now, I don't think that they're going to quite put up that much, but like Drake said, I, I, I think USC is going to have a big day. I think, uh, like you said, Caleb Williams is in the zone. Uh, it looks like he just can't miss. Um, so, yeah, I like, I like over 63. So what time is this game? 7 30. Yeah. The ABC start. 7 30. Uh, okay. But just to give a little pushback, I did go back and look to see how Notre Dame scored so much, considering how limited their offense is. And well, I'm pretty sure it was over 50% of their touchdowns were either short fields or like block punts, things like that. Uh, and I just don't think. Oh, that was- is true. They did block a punt against who was it? Seriously, well, Clemson. against Clemson, they had a pick six, a block punt, and like a another pick that I think gave them a short field. And that's, I mean, that's 21 of the 35 right there. So from that standpoint, I don't think USC is just going to give them great field position. I know our special team sucks, but that that's personally why I think USC will be able to do well defensively is because their fuck-ups are going to be, you know, they'll drive down the field, maybe punt from you know, you're on 40, and then they're going to have to go 80 yards to score. And I, I don't think Notre Dame is going to consistently do that. Um, so unless USC turns the ball over, which they haven't all season, uh, I don't know. I just don't see Notre Dame scoring a lot of points here. But USC can get to uh, 64 on their own, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, all of Dane's picks getting pushed back this week. Um, so in support, in support of Dane, uh, I will take the Houston first half team total over 20 and a half. So I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll be on your side rooting for points in that game. You see 20 and a half, 20 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with my pick. We talked a lot about this team in the 
beginning of the show, but unfortunately I have to fade them here. I'm taking Vanderbilt plus 14 versus Tennessee. This is really just more, I don't know what Tennessee is going to look like without Hennon Hooker. Dane, I know you like Joe Milton. I think he's fine. Like, I think he's okay. But Vandy is pretty hot right now. Uh, they, they've been playing very well. And like, I don't know, it, it, to me, it feels like Tennessee's ball kind of deflated a little bit. Like now it's like, all right, what what the fuck are we playing for? Like, yeah, maybe you get into New Year's Six. Uh, again, I don't know if Vandy wins this outright. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. But 14 points here against a team with with a quarterback making his first start all year. Uh, I can be Vandy. Yeah, um, Dane, uh, I want to give you a little bit credit, a little credit here. Um, and I also want to take a little credit as well. Um, early, uh, early in the season, we were on the Vandy train before anyone else was. Uh, you did take them as a dog uh, one week. Um, they did have Mikey Wright. They almost, they almost won. They almost it. won. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, I think I, I, I didn't take them as a dog, but I did. I think I did take them as a bonus pick. I don't, I don't know. I. I I remember betting on them uh, earlier, and I said, "Oh, this is a game that they could probably win." But I might be confused. Was it against South Carolina? Um, it was not. I, oh no, I, it, maybe. No, no, no. I did not take. Them. I don't think I took them against South Carolina. Might have been. No, that might have been you. You took the spread. Maybe. I don't South Carolina. I haven't yeah. bet. I haven't bet against Vandy much this year. I don't. Think, but I, you know all. what's funny? I actually watched a lot of Vanderbilt games this year, so it's like, or I've I, I haven't had it on on, but like I tune in here and there to um, Vanderbilt games. I watched their opener. So I'm assuming I was SEC betting on them, that game. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Tricky wrap around. Yeah, with my wrap, I'm looking at three pretty big rivalry games. All right, I'll go, I'll go to a game tomorrow. I'll take Mississippi State plus two and a half at Ole Miss. I think there's just too many distractions right now with Ole Miss and with Lane Kiffin for me to feel confident in in this team. I mean, the lengths that this man is going through to deny that that one oh. report. And, and yeah, that's hilarious. Th- this is giving me, and like I, I saw other people give this take, so I'm not going to take credit for it, but it's giving me a lot of Lincoln Riley saying, I'm not going to be the next head coach of LSU. Now he's Lane Kiffin is probably going to be the next coach of Auburn, but like, would it surprise you if, if he left period? Like, no, like it's a pretty, it's a consensus that he's probably going to leave. And so with coaches looking at new jobs and stuff, you see that they, their teams don't play well. We saw it last week with Ole Miss fucking shit the bed against Arkansas. I, I think Mississippi State, they lost a tough one last year. They're going to come back motivated. Too many distractions on the Ole Miss side. Give me Mississippi State. Um, you bring up uh, <clears throat> Lincoln Riley. Um, I also want to bring someone up. Uh, Nick Saban, 2006. Oh, yeah. oh, 2006. Uh, I'm, quote, I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. And then uh, what happens? Uh couple a couple weeks later a week later uh, uh well head coach of the dolphins he goes yeah i'm not gonna be the alabama coach oh what happens he's the alabama coach um <laughs> so you know i think it's just it's just uh just a little coach speak going on with uh i don't know what yeah with with uh lane kiffin um and he's just trying to have a little fun with it 
Dude, but he's, he's, most... going, he's going through kind of like he's taking it a little far enough where I kind of believe if he didn't leave, like he's I don't know. Uh, he ha- he can't mm-hmm. be leaving now, right? After when he released that statement about the guy yeah. who yeah. <laughs> took it pretty yeah. far. John Scope, yeah. whatever his name is, yeah, is pretty he, he multiple multiple tweets on him too, like not just uh, deny. He didn't he post them. He posted the 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 letter or the fake mm-hmm. press yeah. release, and didn't he pre- uh, post a meme too of the guy, um, you know the the. The meme where the guy pointing at the gravestone. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did, have, and he put the guy's name on it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like his career or something. Yeah. 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 Just too too many distractions for me to like Ole Miss right now. Cool. Yeah, I like this too, and this gives me. I'm gonna bet this game. This gives me something to watch. Does Mike Leach have a have a winning record against Ole Miss? Um, I wouldn't think so um i think ever since mike i think i think leach and kiffin were hired same year right? yeah they were I 19 they could be one and one i think because Ole miss they... won the last three right yeah oh, remember when no, elijah, no, elijah moore oh no no but yeah. that was before actually that. that was before oh that was that before got the Ole miss coach fired because they lost Same. so yeah maybe you oh no right. they won the last Ole miss won the last two mississippi state last won two. One by one and nineteen. Oh, okay. So, so they're own he's own two then? One and two. One and two. One and two? Leach is, right? So Leach was the head coach of the No, Elijah. Leach was there in twenty. No, Leach when was Leach's oh. first year there? Twenty, right? Because when was the Gardner Minshew Ro- was what, eighteen at Washington State? Yeah, eighteen. Gardner Minshew, yeah. Like, and then year after but then Oh wait, no, but no, they because had Rolo the, um... took over at Wild. Oh, no, in twenty, yeah, in, you're right. In twenty, right. yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're he's on two then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, he's only been at Mississippi State for two years. I, I was guessing like maybe three. But yeah, that makes sense. Well, this is would be his third year. Wait. Th- yeah. Th- yeah. This would be his third year. Yeah. Wait, that that Washington State quarterback, um, that played for that played for the Jets. He didn't play under Mike Leach. I don't remember his name. His last name. No, was, he did. I think it's, but he has like fucking numbers. Oh, is his name um, Connor something or something? It's like yeah. Falk or something. Oh, or like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Falk. Luke, Luke Falk. Luke, Luke, Luke Falk. Falk. Yeah, yeah. He didn't play under Leach. No, he, he did. did. He did. He, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was that was in nineteen. It was before Minshew. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. after Minshew. No. Oh. I mm. thought it was year? before. I don't remember. I Luke Falk was before. Well, I think Delora was Rolo's first quarterback, right? So in twenty. So who would? Yeah, Luke Falk was before. Luke, Luke Falk oh, was four, okay. four, fourteen through seventeen at. Oh my gosh, my yeah. years are so off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, no, dude, COVID, COVID messed COVID. everything up. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not uh, gonna tip picks, but. The total has gone the same way in the last five games that they played. So I know it. I know it. Oh uh, yeah, it's under. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Gone under. Yeah. Under. It's all, yeah. So gonna be. It's also gonna be like raining and potentially snowing in Pullman. <laughs> what? In Oxford. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about Washington. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. Oh, what am I, I thinking about? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good note, though, if anyone wants to yeah, uh, start the Washington-Washington yeah. State game. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking Washington <laughs> yeah, no. State, Apple Cup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good games this week, you know. Yeah. We're... Yep. Yeah. And they're spread out, too. Like spread yeah. out, yeah. It's great. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, Sky. All right, so I need to pick this because it is the biggest game in the conference uh, I am taking Tulane plus two at Cincinnati. Um, I don't, I hate this pick, honestly, but I think Tulane has enough firepower to pull it off and, and to upset Cincinnati here. Um, what gives me a little bit of pause is Cincinnati's defense has been playing incredibly well. Um, but I think this Tulane team is built well enough to where if this does get into a track meet or if they can keep it close i think they can win um just given the strength of their defense as well and if this gets into a track meet uh, i don't think cincinnati has the firepower to keep up with them so i'll take Tulane plus two uh quick question i don't know the aac as well as you but the winner hosts the championship the winner game, hosts right? the championship game and then That's loser right. is it, it's, are they it's out? A, no it's there's like a we'll find out tuesday it's like a big three-way tie mess because if the if the lose so the loser let me pull up the standings because i think ucf fucked themselves UCF. last week yeah yeah and so i think ucf has two losses in yeah. the conference now but one of these guys will have two losses as well right yeah so does it matter in terms of the big tiebreaker who wins and who loses or is it like regardless there's going to be some weird I think there, there's some weird shit that happens if Cincinnati wins. Um, yeah, because if Tulane loses, they're six and two. Oh, and then if Houston wins as well, I, yeah, I don't know. There's it's it's kind of it becomes a mess, but Ooh. yeah, oh, it's just win in your end. Yeah, win in your end exactly. That actually plays a big role in the. The New Year's Six as well, because I feel like the winner would put themselves in the the driver's seat, right, to make the, the whatever the Cotton Bowl, or whatever. It, it, yeah, it's basically whoever wins the AAC this year is going to represent yeah. the group of five. Wow. Our six. Um, speaking of uh ties and conference, sorry to go off rails again, uh, off off the track again. With this podcast is going long, but uh, the Big Ten West. Um, if you look at the Big Ten West standings, there's a potential five-way tie. <laughs> the the craziest thing was last week, no one controlled their destiny. Yeah. Like, that doesn't even make sense. How can you, like, how can no one control their <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. Um, there's a potential five-way tie. <laughs> that makes I don't zero think... sense, actually. How is that even? I, yeah, how is I, that even? Because everyone needed help from someone else. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think any of these guys are playing each other this week um it's so iowa and purdue are both five and three in conference and then there's three teams illinois minnesota and wisconsin at four and four in the conference so if iowa and purdue lose and then illinois minnesota wisconsin win um there's a five-way tie and i don't know how i don't know what the hell happens there because 
I yeah, I don't know. It's uh... dude, Michigan and Ohio State just need to run it back. Yeah, yeah, God. yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Fuck it, just uh, auto auto sub Penn State in there. We'll, we'll rather shit. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to t- turn take a left turn there again, but that that's something interesting to note. Um, even even the Pac-12 real quick has yeah a similar scenario. Maybe not as complex, but still a lot to be played for in a lot of these conferences. Yeah, because the Pac-12 it's a uh, Washington or Oregon versus USC or Utah. So obviously, well, how can Utah get in? So if if Oregon loses, Washington wins. Utah obviously has to win, and then UCLA yeah. beats Cal. Utah's in. But if Cal beats UCLA, Washington is in. Huh? It's a, oh. pretty confusing because it's like a strength of schedule tiebreaker. That, oh, sh- uh, But if Wait, Oregon happens there, to... Wait, can Oregon State get in then? No, no, no. So there's only, there's only three teams left. It's just Washington, Utah, and Oregon. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. And, and I mean, it's not, and it's not crazy to think that Oregon could lose this weekend. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, okay. Sorry, Dane. Your next pick. Um, I'm gonna stick with the common theme here. I'm taking Arizona, Arizona State over sixty-five and a half. Arizona State. Over 65 and a half, you said? Yeah. Cool. This game is going to be like 50 to 50 or something. <laughs> Both teams give up a ton of points. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, I, you know, I wanted to take Arizona, but the thing that scared me is Arizona gives up 213 yards rushing a game. And uh, Xavier Valade is pretty good. So I wouldn't be surprised if he runs all over them. Um, I mean, Arizona State gives up 236 pass yards a game. You know, it's not a little, but it's not like crazy, crazy. Um, but I do think Arizona is going to score a ton of points. Um, I think Arizona is actually the only team in the country right now to have two receivers over a thousand yards, and then have three over 700. Over I think th- um, we have two guys over a thousand: Dorian Singer and Jacob Cowling. Yeah, and then uh, Taytoro McMillan has like seven something. I think. Um, I mean, we've kind of been high on Arizona all year. Yeah. Um, I I think that if they bring guys back for next year, mm-hmm. I think I think that they're gonna make some noise. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob uh, Collins still has another year of eligibility. Do you know anything his career statistics? I I looked it up this this week. He has thirty six hundred yards receiving on two hundred twenty one catches, and he's played. I think he's played pretty much like five years though. Okay. And he has another yeah. year of eligibility. So do you think? He's I'm sorry, no, not five. Or I don't know if he comes back. I, I yeah. I think to me, if you have the opportunity to go to the league, you go to the league. Yeah. But I don't know if I don't know what the what the NCAA records are for for those off the top of my head. But 
if he comes back, I think he's probably got to run at those. Yeah. Shout out to um also shout out to Hawaii boy, uh Jaden Delara. He's uh top five right now in passing yards in the nation. He didn't get his revenge game last week. No, no, not no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was really a revenge game, you know, but No, it that it, it wasn't. Like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Alright guys. Um you guys left me with not a lot. Not a lot left. Uh, so I guess I, I, I guess I am gonna have to take a pick in the in the game. In the game. All right. So we are going. <laughs> does anyone know this? Oh, hold on. Before I make this pick, does anyone know Blake Corum's status? He said he's good. Yeah, that's that's what he said. But all right that that doesn't mean shit yeah um ah man all right right. Ah. i want to save one of these picks as as my dog because i'm not gonna take this this underdog team to to cover um give me michigan uh and ohio state over 56 and a half um and then my wraparound will be ohio state minus seven and a half uh it, if you look at the history of these um of this matchup which I was just looking at today they've gone over 56 and a half every time um it's it's usually a 40 42 27 game um that that's about like that you know around where this game ends up um granted you know these teams this is the first time in a while these teams have been undefeated. I think it's since 2006 that they've matched up and been undefeated. And it's usually, um, you know, what is it? The past 10 years, it's Ohio State's won eight of them, something like that. Uh, and they've all been pretty easy wins, except for that one year. Um, that one year with the fourth down call. Yeah. Mm. You guys remember that? It's I think JT it was Barrett. like yep. JT Barrett. Yeah. I think it was 2016. 2016. Yeah. yeah. Um, but either way, Ohio State is the is the better team in this matchup. They're playing at home. Um, Ohio State is a completely is 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 a better version of themselves um, this year than last year. Uh, and to me, Michigan, they're man, they're good, but they're basically the same team as they are last year. Um, I don't think they're any better. I don't think they're any worse. Um, they're just better in they're better in different areas, and they're worse in different areas. So they it kind of evens out. Um, the problem with with Michigan to me is that they rely so heavy on their run game and i actually thought that um jj mccarthy was gonna have a pretty good year this year um he's not having a bad year but they literally have no passing game and jj mccarthy is i don't know maybe he'll show up this game um but he uh, has even thrown for over 200 yards this year at all i i wouldn't think so i didn't look at anything but if he had to if i had to bet on it i would say no um 
he gets his third and sixes and he converts them and he'll throw a six yard slant and I don't know. And this, you know, this wide this wide receiver room uh for for Michigan has very, been very disappointing. They have so many drops. Like you I, I watch a bunch of Michigan games and I don't know what the hell. Like they hit them right in the hands. Like every time. Hit us hits them right in the hands and they drop the ball. Um Ohio State has the best wide receiver room in the nation. Uh by far, I think. Um it's not even close. Uh, and Ohio State's defense is just, they're, they're, they're solid. Um, they're, I, I think they're top 10 in scoring defense. Um, they're top team in, uh, defensive yards allowed. I think, I don't know about, I don't know about after last game, but, uh, uh, with scoring as well, but going into last week, um, they're top 10 in a bunch of categories. Uh, so I like the over here. Um, I think Ohio State's gonna put up 40 something. Michigan will get their 20, um, and then Ohio State will cover the seven and a half. Got yeah, the total so, at 55 and a half too. So I, I like oh, cool. the Ohio State pick because, like we talked about earlier, I feel like this game is gonna be close for the first three quarters. Maybe heading into the fourth quarter, Michigan is hanging around. Ohio State is up by maybe four to seven. And then Ohio State will just pull away. I don't think Michigan has the firepower to keep up. And then it's going to be that same narrative with every single Ohio State game is like, well, they probably aren't going to dominate, so to say. But then you look up at the scoreboard and they win by, you know, 14 to 17 points. And you're like, well, I mean, they kind of did in a certain way. Uh, so I, I, I kind of see how that or I see uh, the game going that way. So I do like the Ohio State pick. Oh. <clears throat> uh, I I literally said like two picks ago that I'm not I don't think I'm good at picking Big Ten games and I have three <laughs> of them. Well, it's fine. Last four games have gone over, so yeah, yeah. So we're following the trends here. All right, Daner. Um, I wanted. Ohio State minus seven and a half as well. <laughs> um, so instead, um, I'll take Ohio State team total over 34 and a half. Over 34 and a half. Yep. I mean, it's everything. Yeah, I had to like pull. Yeah, I had to pull a little audible. So I'm looking at something right now. How many times has Ohio State scored under 35 this year? Was it once against Notre Dame? No, uh, Northwestern. That was in a hurricane. Yeah. Northwestern hurricane. So that doesn't count. So, yeah. I uh, mean, we'll, we'll those two times. Right yeah. Two times. Yeah. And it doesn't look like the Week one and then in a hurricane. So In a hurricane. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, for everything you mentioned, Ohio State has the best receiver room in in um in the country and it's it's not even close i think that i mean if, if they had jsn this year i think that this receiver room probably parallels the you know 2018 2019 alabamas because julian fleming would be the fourth best receiver on their on their uh roster probably um yeah i i think they'd go well over 34 and a half um is mayan williams playing I don't think that really matters in terms of this, but I was wondering if he's playing. 
Not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, well, I, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't think Trayvon Henderson and, and they have that uh fuck, freshman Dallin Hayden. Yeah, Dallin. Ooh, yeah, Dallin Hayden. Good last week. Yeah, yeah. Let's also not forget Cade Stover too. They've got is I mean is Jason even playing? Who? Who? Jackson Smith and Jigba. No, oh, Jason. No. no, yeah, he's not. No, okay. Yeah, um, good, great. Doesn't guys, matter. But, no, Chad, he hasn't matter. played all year. Yeah, so. yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't played all year. But I mean, like, can you imagine the receiver room if, if they had him? Because he was like the top receiver in the country, right, coming into this year, at least mm-hmm. widely regarded as as that going into the year. Um, but yeah, West pretty much covered it. <clears throat> yeah. And th- okay, another thing about Ohio State though, it might not. It th- this is. This is a must win for them, more than Michigan, I think. Um, this you don't want you, you can't go two years in a row losing to Michigan and missing out on the playoffs with with the talent that you have uh, on the offense on this. You know, do you Ohio know State when offense. the last time they lost back to back games to Michigan was? Probably I mean, before. Yes, yeah, it's got to be. It's gotta have been. I wouldn't even. I, I would think maybe not even in the early 2000s. I, I, I don't know. 90s. Maybe because be Michigan yeah, was really good in like 97, 98. Like. Well, they were good in the early 2000s. They like Braylon yeah. Edwards, and then they had like Mike Hart. I mean, that, I mean yeah. Troy Smith won the Heisman in, yeah, that was, that was, in that game. That was or, that was the, the they were number one, number two that year. That was yeah. the last time these teams played when they've been undefeated. Yeah, and then Ohio State got ran in the national championship. Right, Florida. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the last time Michigan Jr. won uh, back-to-back. Uh, oh, returned the opening kickoff. Wanna... Right, yeah. 99 and 2000. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Yeah. Man, dude, Michigan ran it, though, in, like, the mid-80s to 2000. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Seems like it's this rivalry is very cyclical. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what time is this game? Oh, is big it, noon. It's early. It's yeah, noon kickoff. Noon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dude, let's go. All right. Sky. So, I hate this pick as well, but given the weather forecast, I'm going to take it. Uh, Memphis SMU under 69 and a half. Um, supposed to rain in Dallas. Uh, I really think SMU can bounce back after a really shitty showing against Tulane. Um, but with the weather and all the drops issues that our receivers have been having, I don't like SMU to put up too many points. Memphis's offense as well has been kind of hit or miss, but I really wanted to take the over, but with the forecast, I'm going to go under 69 and a half. All right. Yep. I'm surprised right. how close you live to SMU, SMU's uh, field guy. Yeah, like literally Can right across the there? street. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, if I was like driving to your to your place. I'm like, wait, this is the stadium right here. Yeah. And I took I took a right and then I took a left. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> where you live. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Jake. Sorry. 
No, no, no. Um, yeah, so my last pick, kind of staying on a theme. Don't love this pick either. This is kind of more just a feel. I, I kind of like Oregon minus three against Oregon State. Um, this is more so because it, it seems like the stars are aligning where we're going to get a USC Oregon Pac-12 championship. Um, you know, I would say Oregon has pretty much been the top dog since USC fell off uh, after Pete Carroll. And to get these two teams in the Pac-12 championship, I think that's probably the best for the conference uh, in terms of visibility, in terms of eyeballs, things like that. This is this is gonna be a tough one, though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. It is gonna I, be a tough one. I, I don't love it. Like I, I've been really high on this Oregon State team all year, um, and to play at Oregon State, but some something something in me just feels like or Oregon's gonna pull this one out late. Uh, and, and they're gonna get the win. So give me Oregon. Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I also Drake. You went five for five on picks that I have on my that I wrote down on my card too. <laughs> like I have all five of these picks. Um, and this one though, you can see right here. I have a little question mark next to it. Oregon, <laughs> Oregon State, because I'm like fuck this would be a tough one it's gonna it's gonna be tough it is gonna it's be tough. it's uh oregon Oregon's state is secretly like they're secretly like one of the better teams in the pac-12 like oh, yeah. no one no one talks about them like nationally and they're not on anyone's radar because they're like right under the under the top like like just scraping the 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 top of the bot uh, the bottom of the top yeah um, or the top of the middle, um, but yeah, it's especially in this game being at Oregon State. Yeah, that's um, yeah. But I I do like the pick though. I had that. I had Oregon written down. I, I just feel like Oregon has too much to play for, <clears throat> and I, I again I just feel like they're gonna pull away late. But again, ugh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, we have our picks. It's been two hours, but that's fine. Hey, we don't have a time limit on this podcast. We don't have time constraints. We're not limited to. Um, uh, how, how's everyone doing on time? We're, we're good, right? We're good. Got a nice we're, we're Thanksgiving episode for everybody. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, you can spread this episode out. Uh, listen to. Uh, we have one pick on Thursday, but that <laughs> that that's okay. You're gonna. You know, it, 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 <laughs> fuck it. Just listen to it all on Thursday, Thursday morning, right? While you're cooking, hey, while you're cooking, um, making some Thanksgiving food, cooking for everyone, hey, throw on the AirPods, listen to the pod, um, write some pics down that you like, you know. Um, but yeah, where do we want to go next, guys? Uh, dogs. Um, we lost Dane. Mm. <laughs> dogs uh locks yeah, let's, let's go let's do dogs bonus locks let's end with locks this way okay all right dogs um are we waiting for dane uh, just came back in, just, came back in. just came back all right dane how we doing yeah so i don't know what happened my airpods died and then i couldn't hear you guys oh, okay hey you know what yeah you know sound what? A lot better. You sound really good right yeah. now. No, you know I, I, I maybe I should just record with it. It's just microphones. Right? Dude, it sounds really good. Yeah, it's yeah. clean. Okay, it's clean. Uh, I'll do this from now on. It also won't die on me. Okay. Um. All right. Well, we're doing dog picks right now. Um, oh, okay. So I'm going first. Um, 
I was gonna I like this uh, I like this pick here um, you know I've I've picked this team uh, as my dog uh, a couple times and I've failed but they have been covering um, and I'm taking Akron Akron going to NIU it's a little Mac special um, and the spread is 10 uh, and what I say about what what I say about the Mac, you know, double digit spreads. There should never ever be a double digit spread in the Mac. Um, every team is every team is equal, um, and in the Mac, anything you get you get maxion no matter if it's a if it's a Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday. Um, give me Akron plus ten, but they're gonna win out. Get their second win of the season. Double their win total on the season. Uh, give me Akron here. Love it. I've picked them I don't know how many times Yeah, you year. picked them a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I'm te- well, they didn't play last week too, though. It's, so. They are coming off of a bye. <laughs> because they didn't play last week. So, take, you know, just think about that. They're playing Northern Illinois, and they're whatever. All right, uh, Dane. <sighs> Man, I don't have a whole lot of dog picks. This Balls week. on the line. Balls on the line. <laughs> Take them. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hell yeah. yeah. Let's take Hawaii. I don't even know what the spread is, but give me 15. Hawaii this week. <laughs> 15? Are you kidding me? Dude, they're, they're going to cover that easy. It's the same thing as last year. They, like, started to play well at the end of the year. They go to Wyoming, and I was like, dude, they're going to get just their doors blown by Wyoming. And they end up winning outright against Wyoming. But San Jose is also, ever since their win against UNLV, they've been they've been struggling. Um, they lost to Utah State, I think, last week, right? No, it was, was it San Diego State last week, or was that two weeks ago? No, they lost to Utah State, I think, last week. Yeah. They, they lost to San Diego State. State the week before. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so, you know, give, give me Hawaii. I, I don't really want to say it's a revenge game, um, but, it, you know, in a sense it is. Shevin, Shevin left the boys and went to San Jose, which, you know, maybe helped his career. But, um yeah, the boys there. Um, they've they've gotten better over the year, you know, minus that Fresno yeah. game. But Fresno's pretty good. Um, yeah. And like, like really, really, like, Hawaii could be. What are they? Three and nine right now. It's like very possible they could be six and six, which yeah. is would be yeah. like a miracle. Um, and actually, I was at the game last week. You know, they they do have some big playability if they can get Dedrick Parsons running um that that helps as well um shager did did make some good throws he, he's been playing not bad as of late um so yeah give me give me hawaii let's go <laughs> since yeah, i don't have any other ones give let's me go last week 11 point dog and yep. they won yeah let's go <clears throat> the brotherhood let's go i love it all right um, 
So I've actually been okay when I pick dogs in the AAC. So I'm going to stick to that theme. And I'm taking Temple plus, or I'm taking Temple to win outright against ECU. For all the reasons I mentioned when I took yeah. earlier. You hit him. You hit it last week. And I mean, it wasn't even close. You knocked that one out of the park. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. surprising. That was a very easy winner. What's the spread? Ten. Ten. Yeah, it was yeah. eleven, but yeah, now it's ten. One thing I want to add is, man, our our dog picks last week were actually, well, minus the Kansas pick, which was just that. kind of, in, <laughs> that was just, but that yeah, was like, that was an ob, but but that was an obligatory pick. Yeah. Like the rest of them were were At, pretty close. I don't know if you guys watched the UConn, UConn Army game. game. Was fucking tough, yeah. Oh man, yeah. so tough. they just they covered yeah. like the whole game. Yep. Yeah. They were I mean, I, mean, I thought, thought they were, were going to win, win outright. Yeah, I thought they were going to win outright. Yeah. yeah. And they just fell apart at the end. Um, then cool. Sky hit the Houston. Uh, you had two though, right? Did you yeah, hit I had both? USF. USF. And they barely... Or they oh, but they off. covered. They covered, yeah. They yeah, cover, and then yeah. and then Hawaii won outright. Yep, so Hawaii won. That was, that was a pretty good dog week. But ah, oh, so... This, this will be a better week. dog week. This, this is, is the week. This is the week. All right, I know you guys are saying this is week. I I don't love any of my dogs. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a little bit of a, a lesser or like smaller dog that plays in a, a later game. So that way, you know. Hedge out? Oh, we're hedging. Okay. <laughs> you could. You could. You could. But I'm going to take Washington State plus two versus Washington. Uh, we Earlier, we talked a little bit about the weather. Um you know, and Dan, I know you brought that up. And that, I mean, that favors Washington State greatly because Washington is such a high-powered uh, octane offense. They like to throw it around. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, to play at Washington State at night, this game just seems a little like weird things are going to happen. I, I truly believe in in this pick, but normally I like to t- take bigger dogs than, you know, just two points. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think I think Washington State wins outright. Drake, you're six for six. That Washington, um, yeah. Uh, I saw this as a as like kind of trappy to have Washington mm-hmm. only minus two, and whenever I see like ratty lines like this, I'm like, ah, it's it, and especially when the dog is at home, yeah, it's like, all right, you gotta take the dog, you gotta take the home dog, you know. Oh, um, and, and something that I also wanted to bring up. And the, the same point stands true for the USC Notre Dame game. These are both first year coaches in a big rivalry game. So there, there's a lot on the line because you, you want to get that edge over, you know, your, your rival's biggest uh, or your, yeah, your rival uh, and their new coach. And so, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like Washington State here, so. Mm-hmm. All right, I just locked it in. Well, I guess I'm going to have no bonus picks this week because Drake took everything. Um, (laughs) Sky, I thought uh, you were going to take Iowa State. No, I I was tempted to. I'm not going to lie. But I think it's – I don't know, actually. Well, I like – No, you know what? You, You take – you bet TCU this week and you either either they ride you ride their their cover or they lose and every it's a win-win 
I, well, I also have a future well, on TC. Unless. Now, so. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a win and a not cover is a lose lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Although, uh, it's a personal win. I would love to see Sunny Dykes just fall apart right here at the finish line. Yeah, when you're cold, you bet on teams that you want to lose, right? But you're hot right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> when you're cold, you bet on teams that you want to lose. And it's like, okay, I'm I'm back and it's okay that, you know, it's like it's like for me. Oh, fuck, I hate the Packers. Kind of cold. Okay, I'll bet on the Packers <laughs> this week. <laughs> um all right, yeah, bonus picks then, huh? Yeah. And then we'll do locks. Yep. All right, my bonus pick of the week. It's Coastal Carolina plus fourteen. Uh, it's at I, J- JMU. Yeah, at JMU. Um, <clears throat> um, I gotta say, I don't love it. Uh, uh it's fourteen, and I, I, I had. Uh, it's fourteen now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Grayson McCall is not playing. But I desperately need Coastal Carolina to just win this game. Um, and you're giving me 14 points. I need them. Okay, I need them to win this game because I have the future on them to win the Sun Belt. Uh, and it'd be great if they did. They're plus 600 to start the season. Um, so maybe I won't. It's a bonus pick. And I just just cover. If, if you don't win, just cover. Get me my money back on my future. Um uh, it would be it would be heartbreaking. Uh, definitely a lose lose if JMU wins and covers. So, but I'm taking Coastal Carolina plus fourteen, and that is oh well. I have one more. I do have one more. Um, LSU minus ten versus AM. I don't love this at all. Uh, they're playing at Texas AM. AM's not playing for shit, but uh, it's just it's just the feel of like. The last game of the season LSU I mean they didn't look hot against Arkansas they didn't look who they play last week um it wasn't Austin P that was Alabama uh, UAB. UAB. Yeah, UAB UAB I mean yeah you kind of blew them out what was it 40 to 10 I think it was 41 to 10 yeah 41 to 10 yeah um so whatever uh, but LSU is ten points better than Texas A&M. Um, I'm just gonna take it. It's just a bonus pick, but I I do like it. Um, and you know if they want to make a make a make a statement to get into the playoff, if they do end up plan on beating Georgia, they should blow out A&M here. That's all I have. Everything else is taken. <laughs> I don't want to double up. It's fine. I, I won't double up on things. Uh, last last week with the USC pick and the uh, USC and the over, that was just the that was the pod. That was the pod play of the month, play of the week, <laughs> play of the month, play of the season, play of the season. That was the pod play of the season. We all wrote it. I loved it. Let's go. Yeah. Wes, I'm actually surprised you don't really like this coastal pick. I didn't. I haven't really I, watched much of James Madison, but like they've been struggling ever since they got. Yes. Ranked. Yeah. Um. 
it's but, just the fact that it's it's weird to me that it's 14. Yeah, that is very strange. And I, they I think want me to take this. I think they're at their down to their third string quarterback, right? Is Carpenter, oh, their second yeah. string guy got hurt too. I think Carpenter yeah. got hurt last week. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, and Coastal is they're still a good team though, and they're coached yeah. very well. I think. Um, yeah. I what's their coach's name? Jamie Chadwell. Yeah, um, I think he's gonna get a big time job. Not big time job, but a power, power five, five job, job uh, very soon. Um, yeah. Uh, it the thing with Coastal, like, yeah, I like them though. I, I do like them. All right, Dane, you got some bonuses for me. You got some. Bonuses. Yeah, I just got. I just, I just got two. Um, it's actually from the same game. Uh, UCLA Cal over sixty, and UCLA minus ten. Like that. You know, UCLA actually gives up more points a game than Cal. Oh, yeah, I thought that oh, was odd. Yeah, Cal, Cal's no, defense is pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, they still give up like. Is it, I don't know. I don't think it's. What was it? I mean, it's not a small number. Cal lost to Colorado, dude. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Cal gives up 27 points a game. UCLA gives up 28. That's not a small number. Yeah. Yeah. UCLA is gonna put a 40. They should. Yeah. Yeah. No, they should. I just some like the only thing that made this my bonus pick is I don't know like if they're gonna have. You know, a hangover after emotional emotional yeah. game against USC, and then they, you know, like they don't have much to play for. Other than maybe they get to uh, what kind of bowl game are they gonna go to? Like the Poinsettia or something? Holiday, holiday bowl. bowl. Yeah, holiday. holiday. Yeah. It's it's the Holiday Bowl or the Poinsettia Bowl, right? You know, it's, yeah. so yeah, or Vegas. Oh, Vegas, yeah. So Holiday Bowl would be a huge one, I think, for UCLA. Yeah, Dane, can I ask you something? Because you uh, yes. played college athletics. Um, how big is it? Like, like, what's the week like of practice that's uh, after, you know, let's just say a big win or a big loss or something, you know? Like, is, is it a weird remember. week of practice? Or like, uh, is it, um, how's the feel coming into the next game? Because I, I know... I I know that like in high school we all played we all played uh sports and stuff and like I like you know you have those you have those games um where you know the next week of practice coach kind of like okay he'll give you like a day off or like not a complete day off but like oh we're just you know going half this today or something you know hey let's rest up boys or you know that kind of stuff right so i don't know how much i don't know how much that translates into college athletics you know um, what i'm saying though yeah i think like well for i don't know hopefully skylar would remember this um in high school when we beat punahou in 09 um the next week we played damien and i mean we still kind of like beat the crap out of them but we played terrible yeah. and yeah um but, like, I don't necessarily remember, like, that week of practice so much. I do remember Coach looked kind of, you know, especially after the game, like, you know, he let us kind of have, have our fun. Um, and then I'm trying to think in college. I think in college, um, 
when I was a junior, so this is coming more along the lines of like um, what UCLA is dealing with. Um, we we were undefeated. I think we were like five in the country, six, and we were playing Pueblo, who was like one spot higher than us. And I mean, they they killed us. And it's like, well, you know, we lost that game, but like we still have a chance at playoffs. And then we dropped the next two to teams that we definitely shouldn't have lost to. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's 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 weird because sometimes you think, oh, like the loss, like it'll wake the team up. But in that case, yeah. um, it actually did quite the opposite. Um, yeah. But the team, one of the teams we lost to did have a guy named Austin Eckler. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then actually, similarly, um, <clears throat> when I was a senior, actually the, the first four games of, of that year were, were pretty crazy. We, we beat Pueblo big and mine's had to beat Pueblo in years. Then we played New Mexico Highlands and it was like, a, um, Highlands was terrible. Um, but it was, it was kind of like a hangover game in the sense that we were riding a high and like, you know, we still beat the crap out of them, but like didn't play very well. Um, yeah. Next week we lost actually in a, in a double OT game on a blocked PAT. And then the next week we lost to uh, Austin Eckler again. So it's, I don't know if it's one of those things where like maybe you just take it for granted. Like, yeah, we lost, like we're going to bounce back. And yeah, I don't know. Also, I think this point in the season, like in high school, like, I mean, you get sore, but like when you're in college and you're playing yeah. in those November games, especially starts to get cold. Like you, yeah. you, you feel it a lot you get more. beat up. Yeah. You get beat up. Like it's, it's different. Yeah. Um, those few years make a huge difference in terms of body. So, I mean, no, it, it definitely does make a difference. I, I, I think, um, like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. It's weird though. Like with UCLA, like they don't have a chance to pack 12 anymore. Um, not necessarily playing for much. You know, I don't know. Maybe Cal's honestly playing for more, trying to send their seniors out on a good note after a disappointing season. Um, but yeah, I guess yeah. To your question, yeah, I, I don't really remember practice all that much. I just remember more of the games. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I was just curious because you know, I, I we talk. The people talk about like hangover games and like looking ahead kind of deal um and i don't know how much that actually plays into things but i do think it does but i don't know like the extent of like or the details you know like like the feel in the team you know if you if you can describe it and stuff but yeah i mean yeah we we did have that where we looked ahead and like fortunately for us i think it didn't bite us but yeah yeah like at the same time like from a coaching perspective like it's I mean, it's kind of dumb to be looking ahead. I mean, like, yeah, you can look ahead as a staff yeah, um, at certain well, things, but, like, don't be, like, running scout team for the next team that, you know, oh, that, no, that but week. Like, but, like, oh, holding... Psychologically. You're, you're, or, like, as a coaching staff, like, oh, we just practiced this, practiced this play and it's worked really well and it's like, oh, this looks feels really good, but we don't want to bring it out yet. You know, that kind of deal or... No... Not really. Mm-hmm. Should I say that again? I, I you so kind of like, lost me. There. So like, oh, we're you know, we're, we're we're trying to mix things up in our playbook, and like, oh, we find something that's 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 clicking, that's working well, um, but we don't want to use it now. We don't want to pull that out now. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, in a sense, yeah, but I think. Um... More stuff you don't necessarily want to put on film is probably more along the lines of like tricky things. 
yeah, like, yeah okay yeah you know what it's i mean not, like yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're a good mean, team yeah. your bread and butter is gonna be yeah. what what makes, what makes your you. money yeah. yeah okay okay to a certain yeah. extent because there there are yeah. some things mm-hmm. yeah actually yeah we're going on but let me add this because you brought that up when 2009 when we put a we put in that tampa 2 package and I think we put it in that week or the week before. And so nobody, I mean, Punoho didn't have any film on it. Nobody had seen it. Yeah, but in 2009, so, our defense, we, we literally ran two schemes and that's it. We ran base cover three and <laughs> yeah. cover one. And that's literally all we ever ran. It worked. Yeah, it did. <laughs> We didn't get yeah, exotic, okay. we didn't get exotic yeah. until we got Delbert. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's enough about our my personal experiences okay. for a different podcast. <laughs> all right, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, sorry, yeah. Again, we're getting off the rails, but hey, special Thanksgiving pod, so you know we Yeah. Um, all right, Dane. Uh any other bonuses? No, that's it. Cool. All, all right. right. Dane took most of my picks too, so I will have a small bonus pick section this week. I'm going for that one before. So I like Baylor, Texas over 55 and a half. Um, let's see. I like. Uh, don't want to pick against anybody, but I actually do like Ole. I like Ole Miss minus two and a half. So put it on my card just to fill it out a little bit more. And then my last bonus pick, got to take the guys on senior night, sending Tanner Mordecai out. Give me SMU minus four and a half. That's it. Wait, I thought you said uh, Tanner Mordecai has another year. He does, but but he's going to declare and he's walking on senior night. Yeah. Okay. Um. What's the spread? Two and a half? Four and a half. Four and a half. Yep. Cool. Oh, shit. Okay. That's that's it. Cool. That's it? Drake. Drake. All right. My bonus picks are pretty gross because I have four unders, but well, I'll just rattle them off. I like Iowa State TCU under 47 and a half. I think this, this game is going to be kind of gross to be honest i think iowa state will drag tcu down tcu will probably end up winning by like 10 uh maybe like a 24 14 score uh iowa state is probably one of the one of the few teams in the big 12 that actually plays like really good defense but their offense sucks um also like kansas state minus 12 versus kansas i think kansas state still has so much in front of them they need to win this game to clinch up a spot in the big 12 championship and they've done a very good job of owning Kansas in recent years. I also like Air Force, San Diego State under 44 and a half. Um, not much explanation there. Minnesota, Wisconsin under 36. Yeah, just uh, two teams that, that love to run the ball. I think that's going to go under. And then lastly, LSU, Texas A&M under 47 and a half. So... I actually like Wes. I know you picked LSU. I I lean A and M, but there's no fucking way that I would take A and M because I watched every snap of that A and M UMass game, and they are yeah. so bad. A <laughs> and M is disgustingly bad. 
And so, I, I mean, I think LSU probably is the right play here. But again, this feels like just a gross game that LSU survives. Uh, and again, it just probably, this just feels just nasty. But Yeah, I don't love it. But they're <laughs> 10 points better than A&M. Yeah, but, I, I like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. But it's in A&M. It's at A&M. And it's a rivalry game, right? Yeah. Weird yeah, stuff happens. Rivalry, yeah. Yeah. I've got uh, some different lines on yours too. I have Air Force at forty-three, and then Kansas at Kansas State at eleven and a half. Oh, it's right. okay. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, it's okay. I'll give you a forty-four I mean, and a half, Drake. Really, really doesn't matter. Yeah, it's going under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just my five. All right. Um. Locks. Locks. Okay. Ooh, let's see. Um, give me Florida State as my lock. Florida State minus nine and a half. Games on Friday. Yes, sir. Oh darn. I was gonna take Ohio State team total as my lock, but then can't parlay it. You can. You just can't parlay it in the same game. Yeah. Mm. Well, if the Ohio State line doesn't come out until Saturday, because the Florida State Florida game is Friday. Uh, I think it should probably be out. Should be out? Okay. Well, anyway, that's my lock. Should I check? If not, yeah. If it's not, then um, I'm I don't really it's, have two locks. It's not up on Bet Online. Uh, uh, it's not out on BetUS yet either. But again, it's still early in the week. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I do want to do a lock parlay that we haven't hit yet this year, but um, even close. Oh, we okay, hit the if... first week. No, we, no, we did, but oh, that was only three was... of us, though. Oh, yeah. Week zero, and it was yeah. Week, yeah. week zero. Yeah. Um. Uh, but... Well, if the Ohio State game is not out by Friday, by Florida, Florida State kickoff, um, Arizona, Arizona State will be my lock for the parlay. Okay. Um, how should I lock for parlay and then actual lock if <laughs> yeah if, if if it's not up yeah secondary and be parlayed Re- recorded lock for the record and then the parlay lock yeah 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 that's a good one yeah yeah cause I'm about to do the same thing <laughs> Houston yeah I love that first half team total okay so lock if mine need and then what's your backup Sky my my backup is gonna be uh, probably the Wake Duke over okay uh Alright. Yeah. Um yeah, easy. My lock. Yes. Minus five and a half. Hey. Yes, 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 yes. Be at the game. You guys are gonna be at the game, right? Yes, sir. Are you still undefeated in uh USC overs that you've attended? Okay, no, so the stat is 
every spread USC or over <laughs> I've ever attended, yeah, USC is either covered or the over is hit. Or, or. Was, yeah, but the only time it's both hit was against Rice and UCLA. Okay. So. And Notre Dame. Yeah. I and, Notre, Notre and Notre Dame. Dame. And Notre Dame. Yeah. And Notre Dame. Yeah. Manifested. All right. Um, as far as the uh, lock parlay goes, uh, let's uh, keep uh, keep the keep the group chat hot. Uh, if the if the thing if you are able to lock in the parlay, um, I'll be on my mobile device uh, ready to lock the parlay in for the boys. Um, all right, I'll just run everything down, and then we'll wrap it up. We've been going on for a little while now, but it's been a fun podcast. Thanksgiving special. All right. <clears throat> We're starting off with my picks. Florida State minus nine and a half. That's my lock. Uh, UNC. Or U, yeah, UNC, um, which is North Carolina, minus six and a half. Uh, Penn State minus 19. Uh, and we go to the game. Michigan, Ohio State over 55 and a half. And Ohio State minus seven and a half. Uh, Dane, you have UCF South Florida over 68. Tulsa Houston over 67. Notre Dame USC over 64 and a half. Uh, Arizona State Arizona over 65 and a half, which is your backup lock. Um, if you cannot take your lock, which is uh, Ohio State team total over 34 and a half. Sky, you have Wake Forest Duke over 66, which is your backup lock. Um, temp, uh, ECU Temple over 51. Uh, Houston team total first half um, over 20 and 20 and a half. Yep. Houston team total. Houston team total first half over 20 and a half, which is your lock lock. Um, Tulane plus two and Memphis SMU under 69 and a half. Drake, your lock is USC minus five and a half. Uh, Auburn plus 22. Vanderbilt plus 14. Mississippi State plus two and a half. And Oregon minus three. Our dogs. Um, I have Akron. Dane, you have Hawaii. Sky, you have Temple. And Drake, you have Washington State. Um, bonus picks short bonus pick week for all of us um i have coastal plus 14 lsu minus 10 dane you have ucla minus 10 and uh and the over in that game over 60 sky you have baylor texas over five and a half or five, 55 and a half baylor texas over 55 and a half uh, Ole Miss minus two and a half and SMU minus four and a half. Um, and Drake, Iowa State, TCU under 47 and a half. Kansas State minus 12. Air Force, San Diego State under 44 and a half. Uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin under 36. And LSU, AM under 47 and a half. For LS- okay, another thing on this uh, LSU AM game, AM might score three points this game. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
L- or, uh, sorry, did I say LSU? I said AM, right? No, you say AM. AM, yeah. A- LSU just needs to get me 17 points to be comfortable and cover 10. <laughs> 17 to 3. 17 to 3. Perfect. Um, Yeah. I mean, 14 points. 14 to 3. That's all I need. Um, Yeah. Well, it was a great podcast, guys. You guys have anything else for me? Fucking rivalry week. Do we want to hash anything out right now? Should we Should we start a debate? It's been going on for we we've had a three hour podcast already. So I was gonna say there there is something I do want to bring up. I don't know if we want to keep going. Br- br- keep keep, keep oh, it going. No, no no. What what is it? And then we'll see if we want to save it. You know or well, I, I thought in honor of rivalry week. Okay. I wanted. I just wanted to hear your guys' takes on you know ranking the best college football rivalries, but Ooh, I don't know sure. if you want to dive into that or not. Okay. <clears throat> um. Maybe just top three, like just yeah. top three. Okay, so we're putting Michigan Ohio State up there. Okay. Right. Um. One? Is that number one? Is that in your no, eyes number one? I don't think it's number one. Iron Bowl is number one for me. Yeah. Iron Bowl is number one. Well, Iron yeah. Bowl is my number. Um. Okay, wait. Real quick. Also, I think Army Navy. We're kind of. We'll put yeah, you can't. You can't. That, 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 yeah, that was a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Although that's uh, it's a pretty big rivalry. No, but like it's so much because it's that's an honorary. Yeah, no, yeah. That's an honorary top three game, right? Just because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, it doesn't have implications that the other games do, but it's no. a huge rivalry. It's like yeah. a. It's in a different category. Yeah, exactly. It's it's on in its own tier somewhere. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see. What else is there? Uh. Texas OU. I think you put that. I wouldn't put it. Oklahoma State. Um. After After going to OU Oklahoma State, that's that's a pretty heated rivalry. Nah, but Red Red River is definitely bigger than Bethlehem. Yeah, but I think I think people feel a certain way about. I think people, well, okay, we were in Oklahoma State, so I think Oklahoma State obviously cares more about that game. So yeah, okay. Oklahoma owns Oklahoma State. Yeah, okay. It's like Washington, Washington State, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like sure. for Washington, question. their bigger rivalry is Oregon. Yeah, exactly, and Oregon, Oregon State. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, question: What makes a better, or what do you think matters more? Is it the uh, quality of matchup it, it what what do you think makes a better you know rivalry overall like quality of matchup or amount of hate each team has for each other oh hate and the fan bases if if both fan bases equally hate each other as much as they do because like think about alabama auburn right like yeah. gamma has done fairly well or i don't want to say dominated but pretty much is always you know the favorite right Auburn always yeah. sneaks sneaks one or two in there, but both those fan bases absolutely hate each other. And it's like, it's no doubt that, you know, I feel like the hatred is kind of what fuels that to be number one. So would you put something like Ole Miss and Mississippi State up there? Because I know they hate, hate each other down there in Mississippi. Yeah, like I mean. The Egg Bowl. Yeah. I, I, it's it's hard to tell without being in it, right? Because if you're looking yeah, at it from exactly. a spectator, 
then you obviously pick the bigger, bigger matchups. But like after actually going to, for example, like Bedlam, like there is hatred for Oklahoma. And it's, I mean, I think that's what makes a better rivalry. But then, yeah, from an outsider perspective, it's kind of hard to like actually feel that, right? Because I like for me, I'd, I'd put TCU SME number one, but again. Yeah, well, I, I agree with your point at the base. It, it's the hatred, but what elevates a rivalry to me to be number one or number two is the implications. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why, right. to me, the Iron Bowl is bigger than Michigan, Ohio State. Because at least in the years that I've been watching college football, the Iron Bowl decides who goes to the national championship more times than not. Yeah. Whereas Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio State has completely ran Michigan shit. And so, like, I, it's not as big to me personally, at least in the years that I've been watching college football. So I think, again, you start with that base level yeah. of hate, and then what makes it even better is, like, they're playing in big games year after year. I feel like that magnifies the hate, right? Exactly, exactly. Because then if you lose, there's, there's more stakes on the table or more chips on yep. the table than, like, because USC Notre Dame used to be a huge rivalry, but then when they both were kind of shitty, it was just like, you know, whatever. The old five game was an instant classic. Oh, yeah. Push, push. Yeah. Push, push. I think part of what makes it, I mean, I don't know how often this happens, but when it's just like a heated rivalry and maybe one team has implications, but the other team is, you know, kind of down and out and they can like make their whole season just by beating that team. And if that happens, yeah. Yeah. that is like, like, like the Iron Bowl this year, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Auburn is down in the pits. They don't even, I mean, they got Cadillac, right? But they don't have a, a, a true head coach, not a, a non-interim. But if, if they win against Alabama, I mean, it's, yeah, it makes their whole season. Like, that this is negates, their Super Bowl. This is their yeah. Super Bowl. This is their yeah. national championship. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh. All right. Well, it's going to be a great, great week um, of college football. Um, and we got uh, a conference championships next week. Um, I think there are four conference championships that have zero teams penciled in right now. Um, zero teams locked in. I think it's 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 the Sun Belt, it's the Big Ten, it's the American, and the Pac-12. Uh, Pac-12. USC clinched. No, no. Did they? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. They're not. They're not listed on ESPN though for. Oh like well, a... this is uh. It would also be for yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yes, he is in. Um. TCU is in. Who else am I think? Uh, and then ACC is matched up already. Yeah. So it's gotta be. So it's three then. It's Big Ten. Um. AAC and Sunbelt. Come on, freaking Coastal's gotta win this game. <laughs> Coastal's gotta win this game, man. Might hedge. <laughs> Might... <laughs> Might hedge. No, no, no. Hedging's for gardeners. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. All right, guys. Uh, you guys got any any other anything else you wanna throw out there? Nothing. Cool. Wait, is 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 uh championship week? Is that next week or is that the? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Because then the week after is the is Army, Army Navy. Army. Yeah. 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 And then and then it's bowl season. Yes, sir. 
Oh, let's go. Last week of the season, last week of the regular season. It's going to be great. Um, we have games through, uh, starting tomorrow through Saturday. Um, and great games every day. Um, it's not just, you know, yeah, it's not just, you know, a Thursday, whatever, and a Friday, whatever. Nah, it's, it's, it's great games, uh, all three days. So, um, yeah, let's have a good week guys. And, uh, yeah, enjoy it. Eat some food. Um, and let's win some bets. So, uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. It's, uh, odd guys picks. Uh, you know where to find us. Um, I say it every week, so all guys picks on twitter and we don't use instagram anymore but maybe we'll start i don't know um yeah that's it shoots